You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with... It's the co-host Michael, and it's the world of weird! Why? Because it's Tuesday? Uh, yeah, it's Tuesday. Yeah. Guys. Isn't it weird that it's we're actually weird. starting the podcast on a Tuesday? Yes. It's just like... When Buffy changed, changed, what, what word am I trying to use? <laughs> I was like, are you singing? What's happening? It started on Mondays and then it went to Tuesdays on the episode Innocence when Angel went evil. So it was a perfect transition. Wow, you know exactly what the episode was. I don't, was I remember the, the episode. One? I don't remember the date, but it was, yep, it was episode. We're moving to a new night. Hey, stay tuned. Angel goes evil. They, they didn't say all that, but I remember that. <laughs> that was the episode that Angel went evil. Buffy moved to Tuesdays. And I was like, oh, shit. Next time. It's going to get good. Dragon Ballsy. <laughs> Okay, but yeah, so like Buffy, we're going to be moving the podcast from Mondays to Tuesdays because of Michael's schedule. Yes, I'm off Sunday, Monday, so mm. it's easier to record mm. on Monday. I can watch all this shit on Sunday. I don't have to hear Jordan. Why did you watch anything? Because I was fucking working. You know what? I mean, you shouldn't say that, though, because the things I want to talk about this week, you didn't watch like any of I it. I did watch. So, I just didn't finish. That's a big part of it. <laughs> first thing I asked you so was, So we hey, can man, talk about it. Hey, did you finish Umbrella Chronicles? Uh, Umbrella Chronicles. You don't, you, finish- know, you don't even know. That, did you watch it? <laughs> did you finish you Umbrella Chronicles? You're like, nah, three episodes. I'm like, wait, okay, what about The Promise Neverland? Like, nah, I missed No, it. that was not my fault. <laughs> Crunchyroll wasn't working. No, you didn't want it bad enough. <laughs> Because for everybody that has watched this week's episode, it got crazy. Well, blame Crunchyroll. Uh, I am. Because I really wanted to talk. I, I was so hyped to talk about that, that this week. Because so. that was the first thing I tried to watch. And I was like, okay, well, let me watch something else. Then hopefully by the time I'm done with that, Crunchyroll will be back up. Nope, wasn't up. <laughs> Crunchyroll is unavailable. Please try again later. Well, for everybody out there that has the same problem as Michael, because I've also run into that same issue with my iPhone. Um, it usually works if you go through the browser on a laptop or something. I don't know why. Yeah, I tried it on Apple TV. Yeah. See, I don't even have that, so I can't even speak on that. But the laptop's always worked, from my experience. Well, get on my level, bitch. <laughs> Obviously not. You <laughs> couldn't watch it. <laughs> I don't want to be on your level. But you did watch Doom Patrol, right? Yes, I did. Okay, so we have that to talk about. And we can talk about Weird City. You did watch three episodes of that, too. Yes, I did. Is that your thing now? You're going to watch three episodes of everything? <laughs> it is. <laughs> three in and out. I'm just like, just like Young Justice. Three episodes released. That's all I'm... Uh, when is that coming back? Three episodes a week. It's not coming back to like the end of like April, May, June, July. Some, <laughs> this summer, basically. Okay. Same thing. When's DCTV coming back? Later this week? Or think, is it next week? I think it's this week. Oh, it is. Oh, speaking of our move to Tuesdays, uh, Jacob hit me up and was like, you guys like The Flash now, only on Tuesdays. <laughs> Buffy. Okay, all right. I'm sorry to make a revelant. Uh, uh, no, because uh, The Flash <laughs> is not all that all that great, so I don't want to compare. <laughs> We're on a downward spiral here, Blurry Vision. Is that what this is? That what this? That's a good point. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, we're not on Dire Spiral yet, Michael. We still got a lot of stuff to talk about. We got Hellboy trailers, X Men, Dark Phoenix trailers. If, if people out there want, you know what? Actually, I was gonna talk about the first episode of Beast Morphers, but I think I'm gonna do that for a Patreon episode. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get out. I think we should at least try and get people like two Patreon episodes of a uh, a month, and even if they're short. Like I got the idea from our short ass uh, How to Train Your Dragons retrospective that we did. Available now. For everyone who wants to sign for Available our Patreon. Now, yes. <laughs> Swipe up. Yes. <laughs> you can't do it. No. This is this is audio. <laughs> um, but yeah, I might be doing that this month for a little mini Patreon exclusive. I'll watch Beast Morphers. Will you? If you're going to talk about I'm not. Well, I'm just going to sit here like, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, if I do it for Patreon, I would just do it just for me. Like, I would just be by myself. Unless you wanted to be there. Oh, so you do want to be on it. You see this? You see how this is, guys? Jordan's trying to exclude me. No, I wasn't. I was just like, you know, it's easier to just do like a half hour, just me ranting or whatever. Since this guy was on YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Forgive me for trying to give people some additional content. Don't, don't you have your own film studio production? Oh, my God. And let me just talk about that for like two seconds. So don't come for my pussy with my YouTube channel. <laughs> have you seen how unworthy has been blowing up? Yeah, it's 100,000. 100, it's, it's like 135,000 right now. And it's only been a week. It blew the fuck well, up. Are you surprised? Wasn't the, didn't the first episode get almost a million? Yeah, it had 900,000 before it got taken down by Common Ramen. But, I mean, you know, it, I, I I have very low self-esteem. So, <laughs> I contributed a lot of that to a perfect storm of things. We had been building up anticipation for the series for like a year at that point. We were on an established channel that at that point I think had about 8,000 subscribers. Um, you know, so I, I we had all the... We, we were in the fan film contest and it won. So, we had all that extra like like coverage and stuff like, you know, when it came out. So, I thought, you know, it, it wasn't just that unworthy was a, a strong fan film i also thought it was all those other contributing factors that made it blow up but clearly like it was going pretty decently up until friday and then friday night it just exploded so i'm like me the team we're all like so overjoyed like uh, it's like the best oh it's like a sigh of relief man like you know i've been stressing about this thing for so long so to have it actually be paying off i'm like oh thank god <laughs> thank god give jordan a round of applause <laughs> Woo! And part two comes out next Monday. So in episode three, we'll have the Rainbow Ranger. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, but there's a lot of cameo opportunities for episode three, so I do want to have you on board if you I'm are willing. Be sleeping. Wow. <laughs> what are you What are you working out for if not for this? Like, come on, man. Well, I'm not there yet. <laughs> you know, I haven't just, eaten enough ice cream. No, that's not. That's not as it works. Ice cream gives you abs. All right. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. But yeah, for everybody supporting Unworthy, thank you so much. Like, Cheesecake gives you biceps. That's not. None of that yeah, is true. It is. You know, if you eat too, enough of it, though, you might end up looking like the guy from Umbrella Academy. That's the, that's <laughs> the goal. One. <laughs> the goal is yeah, to look all... To look like number one. <laughs> Minus the hair. He's too hairy. He needs to shave that shit. Look like if somebody pumped fucking air into your biceps <laughs> and chest. Like, it's ridiculous. When they saw him in the show and were like, yo, man, you've been hitting the gym? I'm like, there is no level of hitting the gym that would make I mean, he look almost like looks that. like Superman. He the almost... Way they drew, the way they drew him in, like, uh, the animated series... Oh, I see what you're saying. Like the Bruce Tim style. Yeah, the Bruce Tim style. Yeah, but in real life, that looked terrifying. Oh, no, yeah, real life looks terrible, yeah. But you know what's actually really funny? He almost looks... Like, Dwayne Johnson almost looks that big. <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know if he's as tall. Who, Dwayne? Yeah. How tall is Dwayne Johnson? Because I think they made number one like seven feet. 
Oh, well, that's fake height. That ain't real. <laughs> yeah, I know that, but I'm just saying, for the sake of the show. Oh, okay. Uh, but before we get into all that goodness, we have iTunes review. Not reviews, just one. Uh, and it comes from our boy, Cozy Boy 7 our old pal. Five-star review. What's good, Mo? I don't know what that means. Who's Mo? Mo money, Mo problems. Mo money, Mo problems. <laughs> Gotta go to Mo's. What's up, blurds? I just watched Umbrella Academy. Oh, speaking of. <laughs> and I... Mo, Mo could be us. Morden. Mo, Mo. All right, they ship names. I, I got don't you. know. <laughs> uh, and I liked it. It's interesting enough for me to actually look into the comics and have volume one on the way. I've always liked reading comics, but I've never done it. What are some of your favorite comics and suggestions for a noob like myself? And to end, maybe this question is deep, but what are your long-term goals as for y'all's acting slash writing for Blurred Vision as a brand? And keep up the awesome podcast. Stay blurred. P.S. Y'all be killing me when there's no podcast of the week. There's nothing to listen to while at work. So he's pissed that we didn't release this yesterday. Um... <laughs> But that's a heavy, that's a loaded question. What are your dreams for the future? Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to say it because if I fail, then I fail. <laughs> I like long walks on the beach. Yeah. Uh, well, the first question is, what are some comics that, and we get this question a lot, but what are the comics that we recommend for a newbie like him? I always recommend Ultimate Marvel because it's a fresh start to the Marvel Universe and it's a, you know, there's a set number because the universe ended. So it's not like a thing where it's like never-ending spiraling of spin-offs and tie-ins you have to read. It's just like I think four or five like uh like straight-up lines like Fantastic Four, X-Men, Spider-Man, and the Ultimates. Really, that's it. The rest of them is like the spin-off stuff, and you just read all that and you're done. I got back in the comic with the Ultimate Marvel stuff, so I always recommend it. Mm-hmm. I recommend, especially considering. Basically, everything that's going on with Marvel now stems from this event, Avengers Disassembled. What was that? It's uh, the Bendis uh, run where basically uh, the Avengers broke up because of all the stuff that happened. Uh, What's-his-face died. Fuck. Why am I drawing a blank on the name? But it's basically around the time that Scarlet Witch did the No More Mutants. Oh, it's after that? Yeah. Okay. So I've heard of that title, but I don't remember specifically what happens in it. It's been a while since I read it. <laughs> you like, recommend it? You can't even talk about no, it? No, <laughs> because I, I have I, I have it on my show. I'm like, fuck. What what exactly is the thing that the catalyst that happened? It's like so many so many things that's going on in my head because I'm like, is that is right before House of M? And Disassembled would have been a good title for Avengers Four. I think that was one of the people things people were speculating on, right? It was. Yeah. That's what I thought the, tele- the title was going to be, Avengers 4. And it makes sense. Same thing as Endgame. Yeah. It's basically synonymous. A lot of stuff that, but a, yeah, basically what I was saying, a lot of stuff that happens in Marvel now started from like Avengers Disassembled. Like the new Avengers came out of that House of M, the decimation of the, the, the X-Men. Mm. Um, also like big time Spider-Man. That, that's, a, that's a great place to start with Spider-Man, I think. Because again, going, yeah, back, a good story. going back to what I said about Avengers, a lot of stuff that happened that's that's translating now in Spider-Man, it started with big time. Mm. So if you don't want to, you know, jump into Spider-Man now, who's calling me? Mm-hmm. Go away. <laughs> but yeah, I recommend that. Um, what else? Something that's not Marvel, DC. Oh, um, then I would recommend, uh, fuck, I'm, I'm blanking on the name. Oh, Irredeemable. 
Irredeemable is that? Uh, it's that twisted Superman story where the premise is a, a Superman-like figure goes insane in his world and what do what does that world's Justice League do? No, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's really good. It gets kind of weird toward the end, but it wraps up good. That's cool. Yeah, it's really good. Um, something that's not Marvel DC. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I would probably say Saga. Oh yeah, Saga is pretty damn good, and you don't need to have any background knowledge of you. Like it's a story within itself. You don't have to have like this whole amalgam of comic knowledge. Just pick up Saga Volume One. And you're you're definitely gonna be in for a ride. Mm. Okay. And you want you want to talk about any of your hopes and dreams, <laughs> uh, girl? <laughs> for your acting career, I don't know. He talks about me being a writer. I guess I don't know. I don't know. You go first. <laughs> uh, well, I guess like I don't know. Long term, how about we just stick short term? That's easier. I right now, I just want to finish the Power Rangers and Worthy series. We got the Kickstarter Kickstarter launching uh, with part two of episode two. Um, and hopefully, you know, it, it's, it's received well and hopefully it, we get enough funding for episode three and then hopefully we get enough funding from there for the rest of the series. And I really just want to wrap up the series like, oh, and we're, we're actually working on a comic tie in for episode two. So I finally get to live my dream of being a writer for a comic. The reason why I make memes in the first place, cause I've always wanted to write a comic. <laughs> so I think that's, that should be fun. You know, if you want to write a comic, just write. Find and find it. You already know Washi Waso. Get an artist. That's the guy. That's the guy that's gonna do the tie-in comic. And yeah, I mean, if it goes well, I mean, we've never done it before, neither of us. So if it goes well, maybe I'll just I'll try my hand at an original concept for a comic. I, I've had a few in the back burner for a long time, so I might try my hand at that. All right. If I stop for fucking procrastinating. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest detriment <laughs> procrastination. I really want to finish this book that I've been writing for a long time. That I just just oh, is that the one you sent me and Chris? Yes, from a Kenny Comic Quest. Yes, okay, yeah. That I've kept putting on the back. I keep putting it on the back burner. And really, the the, the main reason I, I stopped writing it is because in the middle of writing it, I started reading another book, and I was like, "This is my idea." Like not oh. not beat for beat, obviously, but. For the most part, like the general bones, mm-hmm. the general skeleton of the idea, I'm like, what the fuck? This is my Dude, story. That happens all the time. <laughs> you never, you never believe me, but like one of the ideas I had is almost my hero academia's premise of like a kid, like it's like a fanboy, of like a Superman type, and he wants to be a hero. That was literally an idea I had. And I was like, oh, this is so much better than anything I can yeah, ever make. That, that, that's <laughs> the thing. Like, there's five books in that series. It's called the It's called the Fallen, yeah. uh, by Thomas Nagoski or whatever. And so I read the five books and I was like, this is basically like, I can't write this shit. Like this is, this. I was like, this is pretty good. Like I want to read more. I even emailed him like, are you writing more in the series? Like, this is great. He was like, no. I'm, and I was like, this is not, I, what I write will never be that good. Like I'm not even touching it. Like yeah. I'm done. Uh, and so that made me. A dream deterred. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, I need to not. Because a friend of mine was like, you know how many stories are similar just because you're writing oh, it, yeah. you just because you're writing it, it's gonna be di- that alone is gonna make it different. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I hear that, but at the same time, just like, <sighs> don't let your dreams be dreams, Michael. And, I, I and, and your friend's not wrong. Like, it, if anything, now you have a blueprint of like what it could have been, but now you can just go in a different direction. Like you now you know there's a path, so now you just have to find a different path. The same thing happened with Unworthy. Like, before, while I was writing the concept of the first Ranger, Shattered Grid, Shattered Grid came out. And I was like, yo, are they fucking watching me? <laughs> what 
is going on? So then I just used that as part of my story and pivoted from there. And it worked out. So I say do the same. Yeah, so I just need to stop yeah. procrastinating and finally, like, <laughs> get to it. Just do it. <laughs> Don't let your dreams be dreams. And then, you know, auditioning, hopefully one sticks. Been getting callbacks, but nothing. Which, callbacks are great. I'm not, like, downplaying that. I mean, somebody likes you. Mm. And, yeah, this podcast, pick up. We start getting invited to way more movie premieres and reviews and yada, yada. Maybe become official on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Get one of those cool rotten and or fresh things with every time we give a review. Yeah. <laughs> That's the dream. And same for YouTube. I just started a YouTube channel like a week ago. Black Gay Comic Geek. Subscribe. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> moving on, moving on, moving on. I wasn't even going to say anything. I was That's just like, you sound. <laughs> <laughs> Someone feels insecure. <laughs> Um, but that's it for iTunes reviews. So you want to jump into emails or you just want to get into topics now? Emails. Emails? Might as well. All right. So it's usually what we do when we get one. Yeah. But we talked a while for this one. We are at 16 minutes. Review us, guys. Leave a review. We need to hear some we fresh need to, Yeah, we need to hear from people we've never heard from before. Yeah. We love our regulars, but... Yeah, we love our regulars, but loud, you guys are just like... Because you've reviewed us so much, now it's just like, hey, guys, I watched Umbrella Academy. It's great. Send, send that in the email. <laughs> That's not a review. <laughs> exactly. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Um, but yeah, speaking of emails, first email comes from our pal Xander. What's up, guys? I hope I'm not too late emailing this, and you guys won't be reading this next week. Oh, too late. This is left from last week. <laughs> so I watched the Dark Phoenix trailer, and I thought that Mystique's death should be what divides the X-Men. Spoiler. Yeah, is word. that from last week? No, that can't be last week, because that just came out like two days ago. Oh, wait. Then why is he saying this is March 2nd? What's today? March 3rd, 4th, 5th, whatever. Yeah, one of those. <laughs> Yeah, that was Saturday. So Today's no, March 4th, yeah. Yeah, you were way ahead of, ahead of the game, man. You're good. But uh, he says, Mystique's death shouldn't be what divides the X-Men, but should be Professor X's. I think. Spoiler for those of you that didn't see the trailer. Well, it's not 100% confirmed, but in that no. trailer, they no, 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 really no. make it seem. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's confirmed? Simon Kinberg himself did an interview. That's trash. That is, oh. I was really oh, trying to get We will talk about it in the news section. <laughs> okay. All right, put a pin in that. Uh, also, I need you guys to help with some dating advice. Here we go with the Blur Vision what, what advice. Is, what is going on? That's not what we do, guys. We we, we talk comics, movies. <laughs> what part of that yeah. seems like we can give you good advice on life? <laughs> I'm single. Yeah. Maybe Jordan can give you. He he's dating. Yeah, I'm dating, so that makes me authority. Let him, let him give you advice. <laughs> Somehow I'm an authority on it now, though. My last relationship is in 2009. God damn. <laughs> uh, I want to ask my girlfriend out on a date, and her parents are very strict. Oh, I've been there. Even though we've been dating for two years, how should I do it? Anyway, keep up the good work, guys, and stay nerdy, my blurdy. Hmm. Hmm. He says a little bit more, but do you want to answer the question first? Dr. Jordan, love, Dr. Jordan, love good. Take it away. <laughs> oh, the love guru is in. Well, I mean, if her parents are super strict and you want to ask her out on a date, I mean, I don't know the family. So if you ask her straight out, I'm going to assume if she asks her parents, they're going to say no. So why not do, I mean, if I, how, how old is Xander? Like 14, 15. Oh, this is young, young baby love. Okay. <laughs> so what I would do back when I was Xander's age, I mean, maybe I should be recommending this because it's kind of underhanded, but 
I, I mean, we're young. We just go meet at a movie theater. Like, I'm gonna go see this movie, and you go and you see the movie with the girl that you like. And you know, it's a, a it's a date to you both. But you know, the family doesn't have to know about that. You know, you hold hands during the movie, and then you see each other. Yeah, like after class, like go to the sandwich shop, sandwich shop, whatever, <laughs> the 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 deli or whatever. Like go have dinner or something like that. Or well, maybe not dinner. dinner. I'm like, they're 14, I was like, maybe not dinner, bro. Maybe not dinner, but like lunch or whatever. Sam, a movie guy. So even when I was his age, I would go see a movie with the girls I liked. So and then you hold hands after the theater for a while, and then your mom comes. Yeah, and but picks I'm her trying up. to think. Like movie, do they have money? Like they don't have a. They're not old enough to have a job. That's why you say, "Hey, mom, I want to go see this movie," and then she drops you off, and then you see her there, right? Maybe. Is, am I am I wrong for telling a kid? Because I'm thinking the parents. Lot parents. I'm thinking the parents super strict, so they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll totally drop you off at the movie by yourself with nobody." That's a good point. That's why she has to lie and say she's going with her friends. And then one one of her friends is there just to say, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm here with my friend. And then she goes see a different movie or something. And then you both go see the movie together. A real, if she's got good friends, one of her friends would stick up for her and do that for her. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's hard. It's hard because we don't know this, her, her family and how strict they are. But hopefully that helps, Xander. This is not what we do. <laughs> we are not the Blur Business Advice Channel. Uh, still the official friendly neighborhood Spider-Man of the podcast. The lack of DMs tells me that you're too afraid to challenge me, Jacob. <laughs> He's like, cross this line, bitch. You won't. Come on, Jacob. Deku De- 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 loves fighting. <laughs> Don't be a punching bag, Deku. <laughs> I accept your wish, Kachan. Uh, let's see. Our next email comes from Jep Gillis. Subject is, Dear God, Pray for the Children. Ah, oh, this is what I'm talking about. He's talking about Promised Neverland. Promised wow. Neverland really had me thinking that those kids had their shit together. I was here like, yeah, maybe they got a chance. Holy hell, I was wrong. Everything's terrible. Nothing matters. But Mom is an amazing character. She's smart, manipulative, and, v- and very creepy. Like Kathy Bates in Misery, but smarter and employed by demons. It's not... It's- that's pretty accurate, actually. Side note, Ray and Killua are voiced by the same woman. Wink, fucking wink. Man, I gotta watch Hunter x Hunter. I can't. Every week, he's like, he's chipping away at my defenses. Uh, anyway, both of you keep up the good work here uh, and on YouTube. I'm digging the content. Oh, and I watch Hunter x Hunter. God damn it. I will, Jep. You know what? <laughs> Just for you, man, because every week. <laughs> um, oh, I think that's it, actually. That was our last email. All right, that was it for this week. And on that note, let's get into topics of the week, starting with, let's talk uh, Umbrella Academy. In October 1989, 43 women around the world gave birth. None of these women had been pregnant when the day first began. How much do you want for it? I have adopted six children. Gifted with abilities far beyond the ordinary. I give you the Umbrella Academy. Does anyone wish to speak? He was a monster. Everything about our family is insane. It always has been. Oh, yeah, this. It's very breathy on the bits. Nice to see nothing's changed. I jumped forward and got stuck in the future. Do you know what I found? 
Absolutely nothing. When's it supposed to happen? In eight days. Oh, shit. Umbrella Academy. I remember when you mentioned this uh, in the news of the week, and we're both like, what? <laughs> like, just the premise itself is weird. And then even the first trailer, they didn't really explain anything. So I was just kind of looking at it like, mm, what is this? And I saw the first episode, and I remember mentioning it offhandedly on the podcast. We're talking about Doom Patrol. And I said, I like the first episode of Doom Patrol more. And I stand by that. But having now watched, binged, rather, the entire series, bro, I love Umbrella Academy. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't, know if, I don't know if it's a fair comparison, though, because you watched all of Umbrella, all of Umbrella Academy, but yet yeah, Doom Patrol's still going. So we don't know where Doom Patrol might go. Oh, I understand that. But I'm just saying, like, my first impression of Umbrella Academy wasn't that strong. Like, I... If you would ask me what I like more, I would say Doom Patrol Far and Away, just based off those first episodes. But, you know, it's like a Pringles can, man. Once you pop, you can't stop with Umbrella Academy. And I find myself just getting... The fu- the more I watch, the more I find myself being intrigued and interested in the characters. Like, at first I was just like, eh, this character's kind of weird. I'm not really that into him. But as the series kept going, like, I, I think was, this is what a good Netflix series should do. The more you watch, the more entertained you are. Not the more bored and, like, toned out you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jessica Jones. <laughs> P- Punisher. <laughs> All these things. Well, I wasn't bored with Punisher. It's just, I was just like... Have you finished? It's going to get canceled. Why am I watching this? <laughs> I don't even think it's just that. Like, I'm just not pulled in with this season's episode. Season's that, yeah, that either. too. Yeah. Like... Other than Frank Castle, every character in that I just don't really care about. I rec- yeah. Even even the villain. And the villain I actually like I liked him when he was like a good guy turned bad in the first season. But with the whole amnesia shit he's at going for most of season two of The Punisher, I'm just like not interested. And on top of that, his scars look fucking like nothing. <laughs> he's got like one little he's got a Justice Smollett cut on his cheek. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm a monster. Nah, man, you good. Just stop playing. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, Umbrella Academy. For those that don't know our race, we're here on Blurred Vision. I will drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable. And then you have less than passable and more than passable. Thank you, Catchpon. Um, let's just give our, our, our non-spoilery thoughts and then jump into spoilers. But we can't go too deep because you've only seen the first three episodes. So... Start non-spoilery. And even when episode three ended, I was like, ah, oh, I want to watch the rest. Oh, I got to go to Jordan's house. See, Pringles, <laughs> once you pop, <laughs> it's, it's good, man. It just keeps getting better and better. Like, by the time I get to the last couple episodes, I was on the edge of my seat like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> like, one of those. Um, so what would you think about Umbrella Academy? The premise being basically X-Men. X-Men. <laughs> I yeah. think someone, the Bacchanal podcast called it Hot Topic X-Men. I was dying. <laughs> they have um, a whole, yeah, they got a whole, a whole school yeah, uh, but it's, it's it's like most X Men in a cracked lens because it's like if Professor X was a complete he's already kind of a douchebag in the comics, but what if he was a complete douchebag and everything he tried to make the X Men better at their like their powers actually had the opposite effect in most cases. In fact, if anything, him as a mentor stifled their abilities rather than actually make them better and more comfortable with themselves. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. agree with that? Yeah, yeah. But the uh, the premise is. A bunch of was, is it just seven or is a bunch of kids around the world? It's a bunch of kids. I think they gave an exact number in the first. Twenty. Episode. Oh, it was like twenty something, right? I think it was like twenty six. Yeah, something. I don't remember the exact number, but on, only seven uh, parents 
allowed him to take the kids because he wanted to get all all twenty or whatever. Yeah, twenty something, but by paying them off, but only seven allowed. Yeah. So like in My Academia, a strange event happens where a bunch of kids are just born without even having fathers, um, and then this guy Professor not, not even like, not not even that, but women end up giving birth on a specific day and they weren't pregnant and they before. weren't pregnant when the day started. Yeah. And like the opener is pretty shocking because it's a girl. It's like clearly like, like an underage girl. Never. I, she didn't even kiss the guy before. So she never even had a first kiss and she jumps into a pool flat stomached and fine. And when she yeah, comes like out of the water, out of the pool she's got full stomach. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? Her water broke in the pool. Yeah, body invasion. No boy. Bueno. <laughs> even if it's Jesus, I don't want body invasion. <laughs> You don't want to give birth to Jesus? No. Immaculate birth is terrifying. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's very terrifying. But um, but yeah, so that's the premise. And he goes and finds seven kids. That, that, or he, he's allowed to take seven of the kids and start his own like superhero orphanage, basically. And is then, that explained by the end? What? How that happened. What do you mean how it happened? Like, where the, like the pregnancy or whatever. No. It's not explained. It's just a, a random happenstance. There's a lot of questions that you still have by the end of the, the season. It's a lot like the end of this season reminds me of the end of Flash season one, where it's like, what the fuck? Where's this going? <laughs> like, what's gonna happen next? And that's the best way to end the season. Um, but yeah, so how would you feel about Umbrella Academy? Um, Umbrella Academy, when I mentioned it on podcast before, I didn't really have, I didn't know anything about it, and so I I, I looked up some like so I had some knowledge of what happened, like the characters once the show started. Mm-hmm. So certain things that I, I kind of know that we talked about off the podcast that, that you was like, okay, I'm glad I didn't know that. So, yeah. <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Just based on, but either way, I mean, it, wait, wait, to be fair though, I had actually been spoiled about the ending, not the specifics of what happens, but a major spoiler for the ending. And I was like, wow, way to ruin it for me, internet. But by the end of it, it didn't fucking matter. Like the, the, the journey to get to that point was more interesting than even knowing what the endpoint was. So this show doesn't need, sports don't even matter to this show. This show is still fucking balling. And I was going to say, and not even just that, even if I didn't know what I knew, I would have been able to put it together because it's like, it's a premise of, in any type of superhero genre at all. Like you got a whole group of people, but then one person doesn't have powers. What usually ends up happening? Shut up. I didn't see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even My Hero Academia, like... It's, shut up, shut up, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> it always happens. So, spoiler alert for that. So, it's not... But not really. <laughs> but, anyway, overall, I, I, I enjoy I enjoyed the show. I will say, the first episode, I was intrigued, but at the same time, I wasn't. Like, part of me was watching the first episode, and I was like, okay, they're throwing a lot of stuff at you, but at the same time, they're not endearing me to these characters yeah and i was kind of like doom patrol did the opposite did yeah doom patrol, that. doom patrol did the exact opposite and i was like yeah i'm getting a lot of information but it's like why do i care mm-hmm. i don't really care that much but i'm like i'm still gonna watch it because i've heard a lot of good things about it and i'm still intrigued enough that i want to know what this world is that they're trying to create yeah but i would definitely say by the second episode i was like okay i'm, I'm definitely invested because when the best character jumps in, which is that kid, I don't remember his name. Yeah, it's the, when the kid, uh, uh, number five. Yeah, number five. I mean, it's the actor's name. Oh no, I don't know that. Yeah, me either. But uh, he's a great actor. Yeah, that kid nails it. He is. He's actually probably the best part of the whole show. He he is. Yeah. 
uh, uh, yeah, so when he showed up, that's when the, the, the show really started to move. Mm. And is he my favorite character, though? Because I was about to say, because mm. I, I, I was going to say, I don't think he's my favorite character. I don't though. think he's my favorite character either. I think my I'm favorite character. You, oh, actually, you're going to ask, what's your favorite character? I think my favorite character might be Diego. Really? Maybe. I wasn't going to say Diego. I was between number one and number four. Which one's number four? Klaus. Is that his Klaus? Name? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think. Yeah. Because he's fun to watch. Who, who, Klaus? Yeah, Klaus. Yeah, he, he is fun to watch. Yeah. But I don't know. Something about Diego. Maybe it's because he's cute. <laughs> I think that's what it is. <laughs> it's that head scar he's got going on. He, I, I want to see you throw some swords at me, baby. He's so <laughs> short. Like he's like I kept calling him the Mexican Batman. <laughs> racist. <laughs> he's so Batman though in this series. But yeah, uh, overall, like I think so far in these three episodes, like the writing has been pretty tight. Mm-hmm. And I really like the like it's a lot of like pop culture, popular music, musics, music throughout the series. But I love I love all the music choices. It's almost like a Guardians of the Galaxy tone. It's definitely like a Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. tone. But like Istanbul is Constantinople. <laughs> I was like, what a weird song to play yeah. during during this scene. But I'm I'm digging it. I like it. And they do that almost every action scene. It's like a really interesting song choice. Like it might start off like really dramatic. Better than the song choices for Black Lightning. <laughs> Bruh. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Black Lightning fans. <laughs> but yeah, like I don't know. It's just like everything that's going on, I'm just like, I wanna watch like how episode three ended. Mm-hmm. I wanna watch more. And and who would have thought? And funny enough, like, even though I could definitely tell Mary J. Blige, who's oh in my the God, series, yeah. her acting is not that great. It's not. I'm still... In- but, and she's in the whole series. I was like, oh, she's going to be in and out for like a cameo appearance. No, she's a, she's a mainstay for the whole series. Like Her acting is not that great, but I'm still enjoying what I'm seeing from her character. Same. I agree with that. Like her, 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 and I, and her I mediocre go, acting doesn't take away from the storyline she's in. And that just goes to show the strength of not only having a strong director... But then the people around you can lift, like if you have strong people around you, it can lift up a poor actor. Yes. So kudos to the director and the cast. Because her relationship with her partner is really interesting. And yeah. It becomes more, the longer you watch them throughout the series, again, this is what a good series should do. But the more you watch them, the more intriguing their relationship becomes. At first, it's kind of basic, but as it goes on, it's like, oh, there's some depth here. And oh, okay, I see where they're going with this. And like, oh, that was surprising. That kind of thing. But uh, having not seen the whole thing, since I'm only three episodes in, I would just, I would give it a more than more than passable. Mm. That's fair. Uh, if I were to rate it where you are, I probably would give it the same thing. So we're pretty close. I, I'm curious. I want you to come back and you know re-review it when you've seen the whole thing. Because goddamn you, I wanted to talk about the ending. <laughs> um, but for me, I just ride the gate. I I'll say I'll give the show a perfect vision like the build up to the end had so many twists and turns that i did not see coming from that first episode i know you did because mr prediction had all that shit but me being stupid <laughs> the hulk of the podcast i was like oh that's where they're going <laughs> oh my god and it's like i love the series is this thing where it, it it takes its time answering questions 
and it teases you with information. Like they'll introduce like uh, what you said about the first episode throwing a lot of information at you. I actually went back and watched the first episode after I finished the series. And I appreciate that first episode so much more after seeing where the series went and how the characters change. Because almost everybody has a compelling arc. Everybody has changed from where they start in the first episode. And they do this thing where there's this through line of family, this love-hate chemistry relationship between all the characters that is like pitch perfect. Like I think the chemistry between the characters in this show is amazing. Like... Number one, being like the the dejected leader. He's like the Cyclops type. You got uh, number five, who's thrown through time. And he's, he might look like a kid, but he has the mind of a 50-year-old. Um, and you don't really know what his backstory is until like a little bit later in the series. And you see what happened to him. They tease uh, number four's ability to, to commune with uh, spirits in the first episode. But you don't really understand what that means until a little bit later in the series. Um, even, uh, what's her name? Uh, is she number two? The girl that... No, number two is Diego. Diego, wait, then who is number... Was number six the brown girl? Number six is Ben. Ben, that's right. So what number, three? She had to be three. I think she's three, yeah. Yeah, number three. Even her storyline of, like, it's tragic. I feel like what this show does great is, and I feel like what reminds me of Doom Patrol in it, is that all the characters are damaged. Their abilities have damaged them in very human ways uh, over the course of their their time in the Umbrella Academy. And I think it's really interesting. It's, it, it makes these people with superhuman powers seem super relatable. Um, and it's, it's just intriguing to watch. Although part of me is like, with her power set, why the fuck is she number one? <laughs> why isn't she number one? Yeah. Can't, mm. There's something that happens later where it's like there's a clear reason why she's not number one. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, the, like the stuff with her family and how she became estranged from them because of her powers. Like everybody's damaged in some way. And I'm like, she could do whatever the fuck she wants. You think that? <laughs> <laughs> um, and even the, I, the walking the line of being a dick but a father figure and a mentor. Like the I forgot his name, the 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 character's name, but their mentor, their the Professor X, the father. Uh, monocle that's all I know Monocle <laughs> whatever his name was like he is such an interesting character because there's layers there too that again you don't see in t- until towards the end of the series so like it, like things that I complained about in the Doom Patrol pilot with their mentor figure I feel like they were able to nail with Umbrella Academy and it's like, a, like an onion there's so many things that get peeled back by the end with like especially number seven uh, the girl that you said has no powers, when you find out why that is, oh boy. <laughs> Ellen Page, it gets nuts. But um, but yeah, I give it it's the perfect vision, like far and away, easily. That ending though, like I said, Flash season one vibes. It was that like, what the fuck? And there were things before that final moment in the last episode that was like, yo, this shit is hardcore. I am fucking digging this. So I'm really excited for season two, like really excited. And I, for, for someone who never even knew what this property was before this, I'm like, damn, man, this is good. The thing that I find very confusing, though, not so much for the show itself, but like production and all this other stuff. Why is it like they got a fucking talking monkey in this show? And it looks so and it good. Looks so good. It's like Caesar level. Yeah. So I'm like, like he carries scenes. Like there's like later in the series, there's scenes where he just talks, and it's like this monkey looks fucking great. 
And Meanwhile, granted, I know it's not the same like network, but I'm like, why is it that they could do it in this? <laughs> but yet, yeah, like <laughs> something like jump. Titans, Doom Patrol, like they can't. Granted, well, no, Doom Patrol has better CG, but something like Titans, they can't get their fucking just a girl jumping on top of a or a building or, or a, a truck or a guy jumping out of a window. All that shit looks terrible. Like, I don't get it. It's just different production teams, maybe a different amount of time they had to work on it. I mean, I don't know. But if I were, I, all I know is if I was a producer or director on that shit, I saw that in like the, the final cut, I'd be like, nah, this is unacceptable. <laughs> we gotta fix that. <laughs> People were gonna see that. A terrible Robin jump. Oh my God. That was fucking awful. That was so bad. <laughs> Meanwhile, this monkey has, this, this ape monkey man has legitimate emotions in this show and I feel them. Like, feel them. But yeah, um, so you guys gave it more than passable. I gave it a perfect vision. Uh, I mean, is there anything you want to talk about in spoilers? Since you've only seen three episodes, um, everything I want to talk about happens at the end. So I have, I'm like, do I have anything really to say? But yeah, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jumps ahead in the times, the timestamps. Check the iTunes description. Um, but yeah, so what did you want to talk about for spoilers for the first three episodes? I want to know how Ben dies. <laughs> <laughs> Just said it again. <laughs> um, and what the fuck they, is what, are, right what are his powers? I'll tell you right now, they don't ever explain how he died. What the fuck are his powers? Like they did they pulled they pulled a full heroes and he went behind the door yeah. and then you saw like tentacles or whatever the fuck and then he came out with blood all over him. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Well, guess what? <laughs> Spoilers, that's the power. <laughs> He's got like he has like tentacles that come out. It's almost like Beast Boy, but he can only manifest tentacles out of his body. So he's like Octopus Man. That's it? That's it. I mean they they never they never explain even how he dies. And it's weird because he's a ghost to Klaus, and the ghost is an adult. But he died when they were kids. Maybe ghost age. <laughs> That's, I'm like, like, ghost age? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> How would you know what you would look like as, you're a, as an adult if you never grew up to be an adult? Or maybe That's his ideal image? Maybe. I want to be a, a, a badass-looking Asian guy. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, they never explain how he actually dies. There's a lot of unanswered questions by the end of the series. Like, a lot. And But I'm fine with it. Like, because what they focus on is intriguing into itself. Like, the other stuff is just, like, background info that I, I assume will be kind of fleshed out as the series goes on in season two. Um, especially with how they end it. There's something that happens that's like, oh, now we will get some answers to these questions because of what happens. I can't say what, but they do do something that makes it seem like they're going to answer a lot of those questions about the past. Yeah, there's nothing specific that I want to talk about based on those three episodes. Yeah, it's like, well, okay, I'll tell you stuff like you mentioned um, number one being Harry. I didn't know he had a fucking monkey gorilla body until until he took off his shirt in like episode five or something like well, that. Well, they teased it and the, uh, it was the second episode where Diego and number one fought by Ben's statue right before number five showed up mm-hmm. and uh, Diego cut him and you saw the arm. He went, he went back to his room. Like, after he cut him, he stopped fighting because I guess he didn't want them to see the, the, the sleeve. See, I didn't catch that. I thought it was because he was like, I can't believe my brother cut me just now. Nah, then he went back to his room and you saw his arm was all hairy and weird. So mm. I was like, so there's something going on with that. And the comic, apparently, it's a he put it, his head on a gorilla body. On a gorilla body, yeah. But it's not that in, the, in this show. Because that's too unrealistic, Michael. 
In this show, it's monkey he DNA. Was, he was fucking living on the moon. I know. I'm like, why, and I, you got a talking monkey. I like, know. <laughs> I was like, why would they change it? It's not like this is any more realistic. <laughs> I hate when 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 when, uh, when movie or TV producers say stuff like that. Well, we didn't want to take that route, but it's because it's a little too unrealistic. It's like. The man comes from another planet, and he's from fucking Krypton. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> we got to bring the real to this, Michael. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. We want to make it more realistic. It's like, but it's not realistic. That's the whole point of the genre. <laughs> I'll also say this in spoilers. That's like when they talk about Doctor Strange. We want to make it more realistic. It's like... It's magic. Yeah, it's magic. It's like the opposite of realistic. <laughs> <laughs> like the literal opposite. Um, I'll say this in spoilers, because I kind of alluded to it in non-spoilers. But, I mean, the concept that this mentor figure who legitimately like he he cares about them in his own way he's a dick but he does care about them he was trying to make their powers better and i have them actually he was trying to be professor x but to find out that his bad parenting ultimately hindered a lot of their abilities and that almost all of them have like another step in their like power step in their evolution yeah basically almost everybody gets like an upgrade in some way toward the end of the series and it's like oh wow if only their father wasn't a fucking idiot (laughs) you know what's almost like i didn't think about this until just just now remember elsa's parents Hmm? elsa from frozen yeah i know what you're talking about the whole thing in the beginning of that that movie was like they find out about the curse they go to those trolls and the trolls like the, the main thing you tell the parents is don't let her fear herself. Like, no, you should understand and embrace your abilities. And the parents go, now nah, we're gonna make her fear her powers. Like, that's the opposite of what I said. <laughs> to embrace your abilities, not to fear them and shut them out. But the parents were like, nah, I just never do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then and, when they die. But then we would have never had Frozen. <laughs> I mean, that's true. But it's the same thing with this guy. Like, he, he does a lot of fucked up shit trying to control or improve their abilities and just, just fucking them up. And hinders them psychologically. I think it's a really interesting concept. What about the other? I, of course, I don't want to like no no, but do the other children come into play? What other children? Because it's it's more than just them. Oh, you mean the other twenty other kids yeah. that? Um, because I feel like if you want to lean into the superhero ness of the show, like that's your premise. That's that's your thing right there. These yeah. seven are fighting their other siblings, even though not really siblings, but no. And yes. Because I'm assuming they would all have, they gotta all have powers then. I think they said that some of them don't. Like Seven. They, that's why they can explain Seven and be like, oh, she doesn't have powers. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, but you could say that's just one out of... Yeah, but I just mean like not all of that 26 or whatever had powers. But that idea comes back, but not specifically any of those kids. But the idea is important for how this series ends. I can say that. Because that's what I thought ultimately the series was going to go. It's like, okay, we got these seven, but there's still all these other kids out there. Yeah. Maybe they're villains or whatever. Yeah. I also thought the same thing, but no. I wouldn't even say it's a swerve. I guess maybe it's a little bit Maybe they're the reason why the earth is destroyed or whatever by the end. No, the reason for the earth being destroyed at the end is really interesting. And how you, the journey to get there is really interesting. Because there's a couple times I was like, oh, that's where we're going to go. No. Oh. Oh, that's where we're gonna go. No? Oh shit. I feel like I'm just explaining how my reactions are there. <laughs> the one man show, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan reactions. I mean, people say they like watching you react to stuff. Can I get emotional? <laughs> you wanna see the man cry? 
nothing makes me cry like my academia. Like that's why I stopped doing reactions because like after my academia, I'm like nothing else will ever get me get me to this point. What's the point? <laughs> but yeah, no, that's it. I don't really have nothing. Okay, so let's move on. I mean, I want to talk about. Promise Neverland, but you suck. <laughs> but Crunchyroll talk- sucks. No, you suck. <laughs> you didn't want it bad enough. Um, let's talk about Doom Patrol. This week's episode was titled Puppet Jordan, Patrol. Jordan, there's a rumor that you're gay. Oh, Umbrella Academy? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I was like, who said that? <laughs> um, you know what that reminded me of, too? Do you ever play Bioshock? I did. Uh, I, I, th- I played three. You didn't play one? No. One is the best one. But anyway, the, the the um I heard a rumor thing where she uses her talking ability to mind control people. Uh-huh. In Bioshock 1, the twist, you know what the twist of that game is? You're never going to play it, so. No. Okay, well, the twist is you're being led through that other subterranean, or not sub, uh, aquatic world by a guy in your intercom basically telling you to do like, but you're Waypoint guy. You're, you're Otacon to your solid snake. But at the end, you find out he's actually the villain. And every time he's told you to do things where you thought you were just doing it of your own free will, he said the words, uh, would you coinly, would you coinly, would you coinly open that door? Would you coinly go find whatever the, what you thought the villain's name was? But it ends up being that, that was like the mind control phrase. Trigger. Yeah. And when that happens, it's like, that was like one of the big what the fucks in, in video game history for me, at least. Cause I was like, what the fuck? You, <laughs> I thought I was playing a game, but you were controlling me. Oh. I don't think Bioshock, the first two were ever released for play. It's kind of like Witcher. Like Witcher 1 and 2 was only like Xbox, but then they released Witcher 3 for PlayStation. I want to say. I think it's the same thing for Bioshock. I think. I don't think so. I think Bioshock 1 was on PS3 too. Because it was never on my radar until part three came out. I want to say it was, I played Bioshock 1 on PS3 but I could be wrong I kind of had an Xbox maybe I played on an Xbox I'm stupid I don't remember maybe it was Xbox anyway <laughs> Puppet Patrol I'd like to welcome you to Futopia where great men and women are made brighter after the war I relocated to Paraguay until fate brought a scoundrel to my door is that the chief? that's the chief's a friend of Niles Calder is an enemy of Von Fuchs. The fuck? Uh, like I said, every week they're going to be doing a blank patrol for the episode titles. And last week, uh, the sophomore slump kind of set, it, set in. Michael, you seem like you weren't that intrigued. No, I'm wrong. Bioshock 1 was for PS3. Oh, there you go. So... But um, but yeah. So last week we weren't that enthralled by the newest episode of Doom Patrol. Did your opinion change this week, Michael? Because there was a lot more focus on one of the characters that we said we both like. Oh, because it's gay. Michael likes it. <laughs> That's true. About to say. No, I wasn't gonna say that. I'm just gonna walk into the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I gotta say, uh, I, I don't know. Like, honestly, I'm at the point because I love the first episode so much. And then these other episodes, I'm just, I don't hate them. I don't dislike them. Part of me is just like, I don't know what the, f- I'm, I'm just confused. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, where is this show going? Ultimately is where I was at the end of this episode. I was like, okay, I'm invested enough that 
I'm digging these characters, but we're like, I don't know what's happening right now. Like, this show is to me road trip to Paraguay. <laughs> it's it's like super weird, but it's not like Legion weird. Like Legion was so fucking weird. Like I tuned out because I was like, this is too trippy for me. Like Doom Patrol is like not on the cusp of that, but it's like right beneath that almost. It feels like a very comic booky Titans. Like dark, but so zany that it reminds me more of a comic book. But not even, because I'm like... That doesn't remind you of a comic book? Even a comic book is not I mean, they fought, this... They fought like germ... Like, like uh, I don't know, Nazis. <laughs> like they weren't Nazis, but they were like... You know what I mean? Like, oh, what's the word? Like uh, Oktoberfest? What, where are those people? I don't know. <sighs> You know when they dress up in like the October, like they they eat sausages and I don't know what that's called, but it's like Oktoberfest, sausage fest. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my god! <laughs> they had like the bratwurst and they celebrate. Well, they did fight Nazis. Well, not they weren't Nazis. But that's what I mean. Like that, that, those outfits they were wearing. That's like a, they were have like wooden wooden shoes. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> you don't know what I'm saying. I'm just going to nod. Maybe <laughs> somebody out there knows what I'm saying. Got to look it up. Like, Oktoberfest? I don't know what it's called. But yeah, so like, I don't, I don't know. I like, I, I enjoyed like a lot of the, the the action moments with this scene, with 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 this episode, like the, the fight that Jane, Crazy Jane had with those little soldiers, uh, Robot Man had with the soldiers. And I did enjoy seeing Negative Man's... Look, look, look. Oktoberfest. Remember when they all drink beers and it's like a big celebration and they, they wear those like kind of like Fraulein made outfit things? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I know what you're like. I see. Like, it looks like a yodeling commercial. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's essentially what they were when they got to the... Uh, welcome to Fuchs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, um... As I was watching it, I was like, damn, I know I got to do a review on this. I'm like, I don't know what to say about this episode. Because <laughs> it's like, we, like I don't know what's going on. Like, I enjoy it enough that I want to watch the rest. But it's like, I don't know what to feel. Like, I don't know how to feel about this show. Oh, wow. You're that conflicted. Yeah. Because I'm like, I like it. You didn't like the Negative Man stuff this But episode? I'm confused. That's why I say I did enjoy seeing more of his backstory. Yeah. But everything else around that. You just don't know where the storyline for the series is going. Yes. It seems like it's just a, a, a fetch quest. You're just we're just trying to find Niles. Their their mentor. Their Professor X. There's a lot of Professor X's going on. <laughs> and then um and th- but then not even just that, but then what happened with Alex Mappa randomly, who's in this show, who ended up with the, the thing the thing that happened at the end. Oh yeah, the 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 very end scene. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck was that? Exactly. Is that a comic exactly thing? My point. <laughs> like it was like, was it funny? Was it terrifying? I don't know what it's supposed to be. Exactly my point. <laughs> I'm like, is this person supposed to be a new villain? Are they a new ally? Like, is it a reference of some sort? What is, what is this? Is it an Easter egg? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know exactly. <laughs> That's how I felt the whole episode. I was just like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I mean, but I'm invested. Yeah, it was a road trip episode, but it did feel like a big detour from what the main plot seemed to be. Because you spent most of it in that that weird Nazi-esque And, and then place. not only that, the fact that S- Cyborg and Elastigirl, whatever her name is, were so detached from that main story. Yeah. And then they didn't really have a story. They were just there. They were just waffling in the episode because they're series regulars. We need to have them. And it's like, but you're not. 
they were basically following up to what the villain said to both of them in that other dimension that fuck with their self-confidence. But even then it was like, that wasn't that interesting. Not really. No. And truth of the matter is truth of the matter is I'm not cyborg fan. Yeah. I'm not a cyborg fan at all. I don't think he looks like what I imagined Cyborg to look like. It's not even just a look. Like, but but the, the acting, I can see why you don't like it. I don't mind him, though. I just, I don't, it just seems like he's on the wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> like, he doesn't really fit. And maybe that's the point, because they do need someone to be, like, the actual leader superhero person. But no, for, but for them to, because they keep leaning into that. They keep mentioning the Justice League. Yeah. You're supposed to be the leader. You're supposed to know what you're doing. It's like, I don't feel that from him. Like, oh, this is the guy that has it all together. He was just one rung away from joining the Justice League. And it's like, I don't see that from this guy. He doesn't feel seasoned. He, yeah, he doesn't Even feel seasoned. Even though they seasoned. say he is. Yeah. Okay, I agree with that. I agree with that. Ah, yeah, it's a hard one, man. I, I mean, I, I understand 100% where you're coming from. Because I also kind of felt the same way. This this felt like almost like a filler episode. I mean, I don't know. The stuff... And a lot of it was like the, the villain of this episode was focused on our least favorite character, which was Crazy Jane. Yeah. And I also feel like... I don't know how many episodes are going to be for this season, but I don't... Th- I doubt it's more than, say, 15. And I feel like if you're going to be that short, you shouldn't, ha- you shouldn't be having filler episodes. Hmm. I'm looking it up now. Like, if you're a 22 episode season, like 24 episode season, I get you got to you got to have filler episodes. There's no way around that. Well, you were exactly right. It's 15 episodes. Yeah. So if you're gonna be that short, I feel like there shouldn't be filler episodes. Like every episode should have a like a narrative point, a narrative drive. And I guess you can make the argument for Negative Man it did, but for everybody else, yeah, I don't understand Robot Man's character. Like he fluctuates between like being the comic relief, like he doesn't take anything seriously guy, to being like the super depressed guy we saw in the first episode. Like I'm like tonally, what is your deal? Like are you just using humor as like, a coping mechanism? Is that what's going on there? Maybe. I don't know. Like, do you do you feel that too? I mean, I think so. Okay. Um but yeah, I did enjoy the negative man stuff this episode to see his backstory get fleshed out with um the fact that he was cheating on his wife with uh, that guy that was his his. I mean, you kind of knew that from the first episode, though. But no, no, but we got it more fleshed out, and it was interesting to see that he does care about his family too. It wasn't that he didn't love them in his own way, but you can see that the, the relationship with his wife was estranged, and he did he was living living this double life. So he wasn't like a dick, but you could see why he was like torn, and yeah. then ultimately to find out he's gay, and ultimately it's like in the wrong era too. He loves he loves his wife, yeah, but he's not in love with her. Yes, and that's a huge difference mm-hmm. but, but you have to like but, it's, yeah it's the 60s you can't be gay in the 60s you get a, back then you get arrested exactly and then spoilers but the revelation that you know he's been blaming the other entity for the all the problems in his life basically every episode up, up in this point but then you find out in that and i really like that 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 moment where he's yelling at the entity like you fucked up my life you ruined my life and then you he hears the voice of his his you know jilted lover and he's like no you fucked up your life and then you you see in the flashback that though his wife left him and divorced him when he was a fucking monster in bed and couldn't move and like it was all fucked up his the guy like his his gay lover was willing to stay willing with to him stay, yeah. like he was going to leave like before that accident but he decided to stay for him but rather than accept that love you know and i'm sure a lot of it was self-hatred 
after just going through the divorce with his wife, feel like he was all alone, feel like he became a monster because his skin was all fucked up. He told him to go away. Especially looking like somebody like Matt Bomer. You look like... Yo, he looks terrifying. Like, the Deadpool... Like, seeing Deadpool compared to this guy, I'm like, yo, Deadpool, you got it easy, bro. I would have went to fucking Vanessa so fast. I'm like, yeah, I look bad, but I'm not negative, man, Bass. I'm re- I don't think I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> like, Vanessa had it easy. Because you, cause you could still see Ryan Reynolds in Deadpool. Yeah. And this guy was really handsome. Like, negative, man. That's why I said, like, like Matt Bomer. Like, Matt Bomer is fucking gorgeous. Oh, Matt Bomer. That was the guy that was going to be Batman? I heard that he was going to like fan cast Was he going to be Batman? Well, I, I've heard rumors that he was fan I've cast. heard Superman. Superman? Either way, he's handsome Because he fuck. looks like a Clark Kent. Yeah. He's handsome as hell. No homo. <laughs> wow. He's fucking gorgeous. Tol- all homo. All homo. <laughs> um, but yeah, so to see his body completely transformed by the accident, like you feel for him. It's like, damn, you, you lost everything. By that moment of like, he realizes that it wasn't all that thing's fault. And I think that's going to be like the first step to him actually being able to, maybe not control it, but compromise with it so that it doesn't just completely fuck up his life. <laughs> I still don't know what, what can it, like, what does it do? <laughs> I don't know. Like it, it, it flew across the bus and, and yeah, messed up the engine. Yeah. Messed up the engine. Almost like an EMP type of thing. I guess. But. Is that really useful in a fight? <laughs> I don't know. Like, especially if it goes out of you, you're dead. Like you're on the ground, like doing nothing. Like, but but then uh, from last episode, remember he let the, the ground rules thing, and then he woke up on top of like a, a really high tower or whatever. That's how I'm like, did it pick him up? How, how does that work? Yeah, how does that work? <laughs> I'm like, how did you get that? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get your abilities. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. I don't know. I guess the only other thing of note in this episode was. I, I didn't understand Roman killed all those people. Again, the tonal switches. He he gets confronted by all those weird German clone Nazi th- I mean, people. I guess maybe you could say he doesn't know his strength. But he was destroying them. Like he was ripping off legs and hitting them with their with their own limbs and shit. And then at the end of it, he's like, "Oh my god, what have I done?" I'm like, "You were having fun. I don't understand." His anger issues. <laughs> but did, was it because he has no emotion, so he didn't? feel bad at first I mean I don't, what I, doing? I don't buy that whole I don't have emotions thing because he still has his human brain I mean the guy even says it like you do feel you you felt like you were missing something that's why you're here in the first place so it's not like you don't feel yeah you might not you don't feel like physically but you feel emotionally yeah for sure he does but yeah but I didn't understand that that moment where he was like oh god what have I done I'm like is it the robot taking it's over? Not, it's what? not like he had a blackout. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. And he was making jokes. Like, during the murder spree. He was flipping them off. He was taunting them. So I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> now you're all confused by it? Like, what have I done? <laughs> I, know, I guess it's almost like a little bit of road rage. Where it's like, when you're in the road rage, you're in the moment. But then afterwards, you look like, fuck. <laughs> so he was having murder rage. I guess. <laughs> I think it was a cool fight scene, though. When he just started crushing people's skulls, I was like, yo, this is hardcore. Yeah, the whole thing. Like, I thought even the Crazy Jane fight stuff, like, I liked it. Like, that was cool. Yeah, her weird metal lips powers where she can Not even just that, metal. but when she was teleporting. Yeah. And her, her fucking fire form is so weird. It's weird. She's got a big fucking, like, fucking Escanor's cruel sun on her head. Like, <laughs> cruel sun. Fire form, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, Escanor, relax. It's weird. It's really weird. But she has, what, 64? What'd she say? No, wasn't it? I don't know. That was 20 something. I actually, I, maybe I just number 20 in my head for some reason. I don't know. It was a lot of different personalities and they all have different powers. Yeah. 
Whatever. I'm like, okay, split. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what would you rate this episode? Uh, a high passable? I was going to say the same thing. So I was like, I'm, like, I'm torn between a low more than passable and a high passable. I'll give it the high passable. Nothing really. I don't know. Like, that first episode was so character focused. Like, these last two episodes almost feel like a different show. And I mean, I guess you could say this episode was character focused too. It was just focused on negative, man. That's true. You know what? You're right. I don't know what I'm fucking saying. I, this was, at least half of it was about something. It was about negative, man. And although, I, 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 and I was kind of upset at the, uh, right before he was about to have a conversation with his, with his lover, fucking robot man opened the door. I was like, fuck. Yeah. 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 But all right, so let's move on. What would you want to talk about? Oh, wait, we can't. Never mind. <laughs> There's nothing else. <laughs> More gay things. More weird, gay things. Weird city. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about some gay stuff. <laughs> let's talk about weird city. I'm so tired of truffles. Yeah, me too. I hear they have great food vehicles below the line, but I'm simply too scared to go down there. <laughs> So vibrant. What is that? Is this some kind of theme park? Those are called laundromats. Oh. People below the lawn wash their own clothes. Oh. The upper classes are assigned mates at birth. At Najari Lab, we use DNA testing, and you get your perfect match. The one that's the one. This is your one that's the one. This is yours. Huh. Paperwork you requested. Yay, it feels good to have you inside me. Our society will no longer need physical intimacy at all. Imagine how much more powerful we will be when we don't have to depend on one another. Uh, 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 super weird. That's your opinion. All right, man. So I've watched the entire series. And if you want, guys, I believe the first three episodes are free on YouTube. I'll say I have YouTube Red, so I don't even I didn't even know that. I've watched all six though. You pay for YouTube Red. You you just got money. You're paying for the streaming service. You're paying for YouTube Red. I don't like ads. <laughs> support. I support my fellow YouTubers. Jordan has money. I really, I really don't. <laughs> you do. Um. So how'd you feel about uh Weird City thus far? This is the show that's almost like the sci like the Twilight Zone. It's produced by Jordan Pill. I think the first episode's written by him too. I believe it is. Is it? I, I want to say it is. I only looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so how'd you feel about that first episode, especially? Because once again, gay I, things. I, 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 gay things. I was like, well, that's why he was how like, does Michael feel about yeah, these gay things? Let's, let's have Michael watch this. It's gay. That makes me might like it. <laughs> well, the premise is really intriguing. This is the thing where it was a, a, a dating app where it's got, it's the one who's the one. It's wait, but wait, before, before, we get, before we get to that, uh, Weird City is basically... A new series that's on YouTube Red. Like I said, the first three episodes are free on okay. YouTube. So check that out. But basically, it's an anthology series with uh, produced and created by Jordan Peele and somebody else. And <laughs> I would hate to be the other guy. That's why I was like, I don't know, I don't know his name. That's why I feel bad. I should probably should look a, probably should look oh, it yeah. up. You keep talking. I'll look yeah, it up. I was like, especially if we want to try to become more legit, we yeah, can't be like, yeah, well, Jordan Peele and somebody else. <laughs> somebody's name, I don't know. <laughs> and then it'd be like, yeah, we're not inviting them to premieres. <laughs> But uh, basically, it's a, a city. It, it's it's a set of different stories 
Every episode is a different story that takes place in a city called Weird. And in this city, you have uh, like a two-tier class system where you have the rich that live above the line. And it's basically like a futuristic utopia. And then you have more or less the poor people that live below the line. And basically, they're not, they don't really seem poor, poor, but like... It's, it's everyone Below else. the line is... Be- it's 1% yeah, everyone else. Yeah, below the line basically is our world today, more or less. That's what it looks like as if, you know, yeah. it took place in 2018. That's what below the line looks like. But if you go above the line, it's a futuristic world mm-hmm. where they have like technology and, you know, Siri is way more advanced, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And so every episode is you follow a different group of people that live in this oh, world, I'm wrong. that live in this city slash world. What? First episode was not even written. So I guess Jordan Peele didn't write any of this. He was just the producer on it. But and I believe the creator. The creator? Like, I think he came up with the concept. Oh, okay. I think. Well, the writer for episode one was Charlie Sanders. Let me look at the director. Is that the creator? I, I think that might be the other executive producer. Okay. And the director is Adam Bernstein. So neither of them are Jordan Peele. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Sanders and Jordan Peele created the series. Well, there you go. So a creator wrote the first episode. It was Charlie Sanders, not Jordan Peele. So, yeah, first episode, basically the premise of the first episode, which, spoiler alert, I, I like this. I like, I really like the first episode. Oh, you did? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but basically the premise of the first episode is there's this, there's this app called The One That's The One, and it's like 100% uh, foolproof where you they ask you a bunch of questions, and after like 20, a 24-hour period- And take your DNA. And take your DNA, and after basically a 24-hour period, they're going to send you your soulmate. Yep. The one that's the one. Yeah. The fucking commercial for that fucking service uh, is hilarious. The commercial was funny. <laughs> he's just dancing. <laughs> he goes, he's watching the guy dance, and then the guy who's actually the one that works there is the same guy. And he's like, is that you? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> And so the humor in this is funny. Like I like the humor. Yeah, the humor in this is funny, and which I mean, you can't be surprised, Jordan Peele. But yeah, I, I, I without without spoilers, I enjoyed this episode, and obviously gay things. But the thing, <laughs> the, thing. The, the thing I like, the thing I like about the thing I liked about this episode was. Wait, did you talk about how the the, the weirdness of it ends up? It's a straight guy, and he, the one that the one that the one that's the one that shows up is a much much older, also straight man. And it's the guy from um, Married with Children, the father. So yeah, the two the two leads were uh, Dylan O'Brien from Teen Wolf, which I didn't know going into. I was like, that's Styles, <laughs> and then Ed O'Neill from uh, Married with Children and uh, Modern Family. And so, the thing I, the thing I liked about this most is not just obviously the fact that it was gay, but the fact that it was a storyline where it's like, because granted. I understand these stories are important. We need to tell these stories, but I'm tired of like gay struggle or gay pain or, oh, this is my coming out story. Or I just want stories where gay people are just being happy. Yeah. So gay. <laughs> being gay. That's what I was going to say. Being gay, yeah, but not like synonymous. <laughs> gay. I mean, like happy. Yeah. <laughs> and just living. And by virtue of that, like it's a gay story because you're it's about that but mm-hmm. you're not struggling you're not dealing with homophobia you're not de- there was none of that in this and i was like that's no re- it wasn't that's refreshing because yeah. you don't see that those met that many of those type of stories yeah 
Like more times than not, it's about a coming out story or, you know, a parent doesn't accept you, they kick you out the house or whatever. You want to commit suicide. Those, which again, those stories need to be told, but it's like, I'm tired. I want something different. <laughs> I'm tired, of, the bro- equivalent I'm tired of, the, of Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, it's, it's the, the same thing with like Black Pain. Like, it's the equivalent of, uh, you're sick of like slavery stuff. That's what I'm saying. It's the same thing <laughs> like Black Black Pain stories. Yeah. I want, you know, black happiness. <laughs> black liberation. <laughs> So, yeah, that was cool. I'm like, uh, it's hard to talk about this without spoilers. <laughs> well, I mean, let's just jump into spoilers. I mean, you set, we set it up. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go watch it because it's really interesting. Uh, what would you rate the first episode at least? First episode, I would give per- Perfect Vision. What would you give the epi- second episode? I would give a Perfect Vision as well. And the third episode? Third episode, I would give a High Passable. Hmm. I'd give the whole series a, a More Than Passable. And I think I would agree with all your ratings just now. So, ditto that. That third episode, I was just like... It's fucking weird, man. You know, and it's and obviously, the title it's is called... It's a weird city. It's, it's, called, like, <laughs> yeah, it's called Weird City. So yeah, but at the same time, I was like... Touche, like, touche. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> fucking so weird. The second and third episodes go from zero to 100 real quick. Real quick. Oh, that second episode. It was weird. I, I, I like that second episode a lot, though. Like, Michael Shannon... No, Michael, Michael Sarah. Sarah. Michael Sarah was like... I was like, this is the perfect role for him. I'm like, this is your true self, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, he, he played that character too well. And there's a and there are a lot of stars. In Rosario this, Dawson's like, in the second episode. Yeah, Rosario Dawson. Like I mentioned, Ed O'Neill, Dylan O'Brien. Glenn from uh, Walking Dead. Glenn from Stephen Young. Yeah. Uh, trying to think of everyone. Uh, fuck, why is her name drawing a blank? Laverne Cox. From Orange is the New Black, mm. um, Yvette Nicole and Yvette Nicole Brown, and that's all I can think of off the top of my head. But yeah, there's a lot of stars. All right, so let's jump into spoilers for episode one. What, what did you feel? That's about what Jordan. He was. Re- that's not. That's not. Okay, right, none of this. I just want to know what you he thought. He wants to know about the gay. <laughs> what did you think of how episode one played out and ended? I mean, like I said, I I, I enjoyed it, and it was cool to see the the flip on that. It's like. He considered himself a straight. They both did. Yeah, I was like, no, I don't. No disrespect, but are you gay? No, I'm not. Me either. <laughs> it's gotta be some kind of mistake. You want to get something to eat? Yeah, I can eat. <laughs> and from there, a yeah. love blooms. It turns out like they had a lot in common, and then they had all, everything in common basically. Basically, yeah. And then <laughs> the one that's the one turned out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the fact that like they immediately have sex is like what? Well, just but that's happened? the thing. They didn't immediately have sex. Well, it was the second time they hung out. Sec- yeah, it was the second time. <laughs> it was like the, it was the next day too. <laughs> like, they happened to meet each other again because they both have complaints with the main office about their pairing. And then they're like, "You want to hang out? Well, I've got some more work to do later, but yeah, I can hang out." And then it cuts to them like in bed together. It was like, "What just happened?" <laughs> I mean, stuff happens. <laughs> Especially when you connect to somebody. I mean, and then from there, I, I see what you're saying where you're, you're tired of the typical gay story. Because in my head, I already had like, okay, there's going to be a thing where somehow like they're, they're, they're separated and maybe it's like the, their, their family is against them being together. Because not only are they, they're, they're homosexual, but the age difference is like he's like double, like the other guy is double the main guy's age. Mm hmm. So like, there's a lot of opportunities for strife to arise, either with their families, their friends. And I mean, there I was, was there was, was some married. I was gonna say there was some strife, but not really. Like it was like there was they introduced the element of what could have been strife, but then immediately like squashed it. And it was almost like no, there this is a perfect match, like true love. They worked it out. Like no matter what the issues are, they love each other and they were able to work through their issues. 
And I was like, what? That to me itself was a twist. I was like, wait, so they're just totally in love. Everything's fine. There's no like gotcha moment at all from this. It's like, no, they're just gay and they love each other. So what? Touche story. <laughs> and they technically, and, and like I said, they tried to introduce strife. But yeah, like you said, at the end of the day, it proved that more or less the whole premise, the whole cliche, true love conquers all. Yeah. And that's what the story was. And I like, I like, I like those stories. Like, especially like that's all once upon a time. I don't know if you ever, you, I think you said, you yeah, watched yeah. It. I watched the first couple of seasons. All once upon a time was about true love conquering all. And mm. I love once upon a time for the first five, three seasons. <laughs> <laughs> Was the end of three Peter Pan? Three was Peter Pan. That's where I stopped. <laughs> Even I kept I kept watching up to six. Damn, I didn't finish. I didn't finish seven. I, seven and funny enough, seven was the last season. So it's like I probably should. Watch, <laughs> That's funny. I, since I got that far, I probably should watch season seven. <laughs> Completionist. Um, I, I'm gonna get to it. I started I started watching some of it, but then I was like, more stuff kept coming out. I was like, oh, I'll get to this later. <laughs> yeah, that ending was just really sweet. And I love, it's like a running joke where like, not only there's like, there's like running continuity things with the world that appears in each episode, but there's a running joke yeah, with, that, um, like minor characters will show up in every episode. The reading rainbow, that guy. Yeah, LeVar Burton. Like he's like the scientist of the, yeah, he's like the main scientist of the world. Above the line. Yeah. Um, but it's a running joke where he'll just like show up in a room and it's like, wait, were you hiding back there the entire time? Yeah, what? what? No, what? shut up. <laughs> like, <laughs> Why did you come out before? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> That's weird, right? Um, we're a weird city. Yeah. But yeah, that ending, I was just like, oh, that's sweet. Well, yeah, like, and funny enough, I think the thing, <laughs> I think the thing that made me like this episode a lot more because kind of, sort of, not really, but this episode, like the first episode to me was more or less wish fulfillment. For who? Not necessarily for my, my life, but like because I'm a Teen Wolf fan, which when you didn't know about Teen Wolf, so going into this, when I saw the first episode, I was like, why didn't he tell me this was Dylan O'Brien? So, oh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know, you don't know, but my whole thing, like I, in Teen Wolf, there are two characters, Dylan O'Brien is one of them, and then Tyler Hecklin, who's another- Oh, t- Superman. Yeah, Superman. He's the main alpha werewolf in, uh, in Teen Wolf, and- there's this huge shipping community between Dylan O'Brien and Tyler Hecklin. They call them Steric because they have those two characters have a lot of chemistry. And the creator of the show kept teasing the fact that they like each other and that maybe one day they might get together, even though neither of the characters are gay. But the, he keeps teasing the fact that uh, Dylan O'Brien's character, Styles, is bisexual in the show, even though the show ended up running. And that never happened. Mm. So, like, because there's a huge shipping, so they dangled the apple the entire series. They never did, filled they, it. Even even during like uh like the MTV Movie Awards, they were like, oh yeah, Teen Wolf is nominated. Let's let's oh, there's a huge steric community. Let's have let's have Tyler Hecklin, Dylan O'Brien sit on the ship and have Dylan O'Brien have his leg on each other. And there was a, a commercial. It was like, hey guys, this is me and Tyler Hecklin. We're on a ship. Ah, ha, 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 nod. Ah. Vote for us for Teen Wolf. It's like they basically gay baited. The <laughs> that's funny more or less the audience but they never actually leaned into it and that kind of that pissed me off especially considering the writer ugh, I'm not even gonna get into it <laughs> but yeah the writer of the creator of the show is gay and it's like why would you yeah what yeah why would you do that that's weird and he keep, and he teased like throughout the whole show that Styles was bisexual but then no core kiss at the end or nothing nothing wow and then Tyler Hecklin eventually left to play Superman so yeah. 
Hmm. But anyway, so I say all that to say this was like wish fulfillment because I'm like the whole time I wanted Styles and Dylan O'Brien to wow. be. Yeah. He really traded down from Superman <laughs> to fucking married with children guy. <laughs> well, apparently not because Superman wasn't his one. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. This is it's really a continuation of that story. So I'm like this whole time I wanted him to be gay and now he's finally gay in something. <laughs> he wasn't the one that's the one. That's all. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, this is wish fulfillment. Okay. I, I just need... Ed O'Neill to be replaced with uh, Tyler Heckler, and there we go. <laughs> yeah. So the third episode was weird with the emoji baby Yeah, pregnancy. the emoji baby. I thought that, that was, was odd. stupid. Yeah. And but we, don't, we don't have sex. We sexed. What? Is that? I, I don't even understand what that was supposed to be a satire of. Like, is, is it just millennials in general they are trying to satire? But it's like, that's, they made it a point to be like, the uh, people above the line do this. So I'm like... Is that a, a rich person joke? Because well, they said, I guess, because they said technology. The more technology evolves, the less you have to interact with somebody. And mm. I think that's more so a play on society itself, like creating sex robots. Mm, like okay. people are saying, well, if you got a robot that'll do whatever you want, and then it's not going to complain or whatever, then what's the point of people having sex? That's right. I would totally get a sex bot. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess it's a more of a ploy on that. Mm. It was just weird because there's an emoji pregnancy in it. I'm just like, what the fuck? And but, then like they have like, like the 3D, uh, not not the 3D, like the virtual virtual headsets. Like yeah. they're making that into like you could do virtual porn, like playing video games. Instead of playing video games, you could also do virtual porn. So it's like, it's going in that direction more or less. Like people in Japan. Oh, I can't wait. I, yeah, but I was like, <laughs> brave new world. <laughs> I was like, the birth rate in J- Japan is going down because like the guys and they don't have sex. They're just more or less playing with the toys and stuff like that. Japan's weird. I've watched a lot of anime recently that has a lot of like sister complex shit in it. I'm just like, why is this a thing? Like, bro. <laughs> yeah. Even Bond. I mean, like that's another. It's like, come on, man. I gotta say, even if you think about Krypton, they don't have sex on Krypton. They got, they got the robots or whatever, or they got what was it? The the. the I don't know. The Keelix? Key no, that's not what it's called. The Codex. The Codex. Yeah. There you go. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, but episode two, I really enjoyed just from Michael Sarah's performance. And the fucking ending is where we Because he's like oh, yeah. this weirdo worm collecting guy who's like, he's he gets money from his father and he has no real direction in life. But you can see he like tries to emulate the people that are around him. So at first he's try, he goes to a freaking uh, therapy. Like he basically, basically he has an addiction to being accepted. Yes, exactly. He literally is in an addiction anonymous like group just because he wants to be accepted in the group. He doesn't have that addiction. Yeah. But he's just like, I just want to be part of you guys he gets kicked out of that ends up at a gym which is i guess is also kind of like a joke that gyms are like cults like those memberships are like that are crazy like astronomical prices so it's called like what's it called like gym cult cult gym something like that it's like really on the nose but uh, rosario dawson's character is like a, no, it was a like shape there. shape something shape cult cult in the name so it's gotta be shape yeah cult. i think it's shape cult yeah and then <laughs> And then it goes from zero to hundred because you think it's just this weird guy like oh, I was gonna be like serial killer he's gonna kill Rosario Dawson with like a knife one night because he wants to be here. Close, nah, but kinda. Kinda. I mean, but not really. Not really. <laughs> his his worms are like genetically modified, and he's growing them in the fucking protein shakes that are at the gym. And then in a weird fight that he has with Rosario Dawson. He bends over to pick pick up and eat one of the worms because he eats the worms, which is another weird thing. She, she lunges at him, misses him entirely, falls into the vet of worms, and then and the, the vet worms of worms eat him. 
eat they, her rather. immediately. It wasn't even like they're little worms, but they immediately eat her. And then he goes from like being a weirdo, like just a weirdo, to like a supervillain where he's like, "My babies eat." Yes, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And that turns her into a protein shake. Yes. What? <laughs> End of episode. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, that's how it ends. Okay. <laughs> Poor Rosario Dawson. I'm like, what the fuck? But she's a great actress. Yeah. Everything she's in is always so natural. I was like, this is weird. Weird, weird city. city. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even get mad at it. You fulfilled your namesake. But I was like, Michael, Michael, I keep wanting to say Michael Shannon. Michael oh, Sarah's, I'm like, Michael Sarah's, I will find the worms. Yeah. I'm like, he's not acting this. He's, he's, he's. <laughs> no, that shit was real. <laughs> that was the most natural role I've ever seen him in. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking weird. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, but I like it was cool. I, I like that episode. Yeah, I did too. And I, I it left an impression. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought the way it was gonna go is he was gonna be a serial killer, especially like he got the he got her tattoo. Yeah, yeah. And then he tried to say, "You got my tattoo." It's like, um, no, you you got my tattoo, bro. You're fucking weird. And, and then like how how complacent the the owner of the gym was. He upped his membership. Yeah, like every time he do some fucking crazy weird shit, he was just like, "Yeah, it's good. It's fine." But I think that's also a play on like capitalism. It's like. As long as you're making money? As long as you're making money, like, they don't give a fuck. They'll pollute the rivers, the ocean, the ocean, they pollute the air, as long as they're making money. That's true. They'll let people die of health, and lack of health insurance, as long as they're getting money. That must be it, because that shit was fucking weird. <laughs> All right, and with that, uh, watch Weird City. Highly recommend it. Yeah, third episode. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I say, but they're only like 20-minute episodes. So, you know, if you want to binge something really quick, I'd say check it out. And it's on YouTube. Half of it's free. No harm, no foul. And on that note, let's jump into News of the Week with Michael. Ain't shit to talk about. Wow. <laughs> well, news is over, guys. See you later. <laughs> Episode's over. <laughs> but, uh, so a new Shazam trailer dropped. The final Shazam trailer dropped. His name is Captain Sparklefingers. No, it's not. It's not my, that's not my name. Chosen one. You're like a bad guy, right? You literally did the opposite of what a superhero is supposed to do. You're him. You're the hero. You're welcome for not getting robbed. I'm Batman. Get him, Batman! How old are you? Basically 15. You electrocuted a bus and almost killed these people. And then I caught it! And leave tall buildings in a single bound. <laughs> my name is what? My name is Wookie Wookie Wookie. I thought that was weird. It's literally just because the my name is part is in there. Yeah, I, but I still thought that was a, we, a weird music musical choice for a trailer. I was like, okay. They're trying to be lighter in tone. They're trying to show you that they're not dark-ass DC anymore. Well, no. I got that from the trailer, but just the song choice, I was like... Mm, wicked, 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 Slim Shady. <laughs> I don't know if I'm feeling this. Wasn't feeling it. I can't even get mad at you for that. Oh, it was all right. The, the trailer itself, I was like... Eh, it's. I, I like I like the trailer like the the moment like especially like the the when he uh did try to do a jump like fly into fly over the building oh uh, can, you, can you can you leap you a building in a single bound yeah no 
he got to like almost the top floor and then flew into one of the windows by accident and was like, oh my God. Like, oh my God. Yeah. I thought that was funny. <laughs> like, I thought a lot of this part of the trailer was funny. I, even, even though like I'm still not sold on the Mark Strong's yes. villain. Because every time they show him, I'm like, why didn't you just use Black Adam? He's got the same power set. Like and now I'm like, well, we don't know. You? No, you saw in the trailer. He's got super strength. He can fly. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. He's super fast, and he can shoot lightning. I'm like, you've got the entire Black Adam power set. Like now I'm like, what's gonna make Dwayne Johnson as the Black as Black Adam stand out? If you do a sequel, it's the same villain. Just instead of Mark Strong, I got Dwayne Johnson. Like, why would you do that? I don't understand the logic there. My cat also. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> I, I was like the cat. I, I got quiet because the cat. Meow. I was like, <laughs> is he going to shut up? <laughs> I don't understand either. <laughs> but yeah, like I don't understand that either. Then also not even just that, but like, especially considering this is the final trailer. What's the story? Like, I, besides obviously the fact that he was he was chosen to become Shazam. Who is this villain? Like Mark, Mark Strong. Oh, you mean like, well, who is he? Who is he? Like, why yeah. didn't they show like details about his backstory or something? Yeah. Or like, what is he trying to do? Like, I didn't get any of that. Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like this is more fun. I feel like it's not going to matter. I feel like it's going to be a very cut and dry, basic villain plot line. And the focus of the movie instead is going to be on the fact that this kid, this guy is like a s- immature Superman. And I'm fine with that. I don't like the fact that the villain might be generic, but I am fine with a focus on the the comedic element of what would happen if Superman was a kid. And a, a lot of this trailer was kind of focused on that. Oh yeah, I'm definitely fine with that, but what's the thing we always say that that DC has that Marvel doesn't? Good villains? Good villains. Not anymore. <laughs> Not, yeah. I mean, that, 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 that trope hasn't been true since like the Dark Knight. Like Other than Zod, who else has been a strong DC villain? People, I think people compare Ocean Master to Killmonger. I'm like, what are you smoking? <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying from the movies. I'm just saying just overall, like in general. Oh, and just like in the comics. Yeah, and yeah, that's true. And so it's just like, why aren't they like? What are they like? Why aren't they leaning into that? So that's ultimately my point. It's like you could make. Uh, granted, I don't necessarily know. Like you could make. Because I don't necessarily think Shazam has a lot of strong runs in the comics for the most part. So it's like you could use this movie. I couldn't even tell you an arc in, of a Shazam story. So like you could make this the Jeff Johns Aquaman comic for the movie. It was like you don't really have no much about the Shazam lore from the comics, but you could make this guy like you could make him a strong villain for the movie, and then maybe that a transition into comics or whatever. It's like I don't know anything about this guy. Like who is he? What is his purpose? Why is why is he there? Why I mean, he's is a why is he Shazam's villain? And the comics why is he going scientist. after Shazam? Like what is like I'm not get, I didn't get any of that from this last trailer. I think what they're doing is I think yeah, isn't that Black Adam's thing? He's got an inverse. Like wherever like, his powers come from like the gods and you know Zeus whatever fuck that whole Shazam means. But then there's like deadly sins. And he's drawing his power from the the seven sins rather than the seven gods or whatever it is six I don't I don't know what it is, but that's, none of that's in the trailer. I was gonna say none of that's in no, the trailer. No, I've, I've read that <laughs> online, so I'm like, oh, and and him as a villain. I mean, I think in the comics he's just a scientist. He doesn't have I think, yeah, I think he's just a scientist. He doesn't have Black Adam powers. Again, why why do that? <laughs> Maybe that'll be revealed when we see the movie, but. Right now, I'm just like, just make it Black Adam. And I'm like, I guess maybe you can make the argument playing devil's advocate. Being that this is the first Shazam movie, you don't want to have The Rock 
be show up in the because then he's all uh uh zachary levi's automatically overshadowed so what if it makes a good movie do it because like killmonger overshadowed t'challa and movie was great that's true yeah so i don't care <laughs> the, the better the villain is usually the better the movie is like if your villain's weak i mean marvels can pull it off because they focus on the superheroes but if your villain's weak that is that does hurt the movie overall you gotta have a good story and good characters to to compensate for it but you don't want a weak villain. <laughs> Seven Wolf, Ares, Joker. Actually, Joker wasn't even the villain. Of that movie. no, he it wasn't was, the villain. It was uh, Enchantress. Enchantress. <laughs> Jesus, that's how, that's how bad she was. <laughs> Ma- Malekith. Malekith. Thor of the Dark World. Oh, I was I was talking about DC oh. bad villains. Like it's been basically uh, Marvel all... fuckboy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta go back in the day for Marvel. You gotta go Malekith. Like you gotta go Phase Two. Because most of Phase 3 was good. Uh, Cassilius, Doctor Strange, that was yeah. pretty shitty. But, I mean, even Dormammu was good, because then you get that phrase, Dormammu, I've come to bargain. <laughs> was he a good villain, though? Not or really. Was that just a good scene? But it was a good scene. <laughs> so I can forgive it. Um, like, if it didn't, if Doctor Strange did not have that scene, I don't think it'd be remembered, remembered as fondly as it is. I'm not even saying people love Doctor Strange, but, like, people didn't actively hate it. No. But I feel like if that Dormammu scene wasn't in it, you lose like a big hook of that movie. And you're just like, eh. Then who, what are you falling back on? Cassilius? Nah. No. <laughs> like if Cassilius was the final battle, could you imagine? People would be like, eh. Doctor Strange is okay. And I, think I, also part, I think also part of it is because A, they didn't expand. We're, we're talking about Doctor Strange instead of Shazam. <laughs> but they didn't expound like put Doctor Strange in the world of the MCU cuz I mentioned before like one of a big uh, one of the biggest detriments to the movies like during like the training montage they didn't show like yeah the MCU progression yeah like he the Avengers are showing up and he's like well why don't we fight here because it's not our thing and then Civil War happens and it's like why don't we show cuz it's like or uh not Civil War but uh Winter Soldier happens he's like why don't we intervene cuz that was the first time they mentioned Doctor Strange during Civil War I mean yeah. Winter Soldier it's like why don't we intervene that's not our thing Civil War happens it's not our thing what like show that and then on top of that again yeah aside from Thor Ragnarok and uh Avengers Infinity War Doctor Strange in his own movie is not that magical. No, he's not the Doctor Strange you see in no, Thor Ragnarok it was just, or, it was or just, Infinity War. It was just symbols and like they were making weapons, electric like ma- like <laughs> it was ele- magic like, martial arts. Yeah, like, <laughs> electric whips and electric swords and shields, but yeah. it wasn't magic. Because like when you see what he can do in Infinity War, it's like why didn't the Ancient One bust out any of that shit? <laughs> like she's the most powerful wizard yeah. ever, but she didn't do any of that. She didn't do any of that. <laughs> it's like yo, if they didn't have this in fucking Doctor Strange. I would have fucking loved that movie. Yeah, seriously. But a missed opportunity. Definitely a missed so opportunity. So hopefully, hopefully bring it back, Shazam yeah. won't be a missed opportunity. And hopefully we aren't on this podcast in like, what? Like, when does it come out? A month or something? Um, next month. Yeah. Hopefully by next month, we're not going to be on the podcast talking about how we wish that Dwayne Johnson was in this instead of Mark Strong. See, ultimately, I, I enjoyed what I saw from the trailer. I'll say that. Yeah, same. But since we're Marvel fanboys, we got to be all negative about it. <laughs> but yeah, I also enjoyed the trailer. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, speaking of another trailer that I enjoyed, but that I still got gripes with. Wow. <laughs> it's just... It's just can't this, be pleased, no, Michael. can't be pleased. <laughs> but yeah, Detective Pikachu. I don't know if this is the final trailer or second trailer or whatever, but yeah, Detective Pikachu trailer. And Wait, so what's your issue with this trailer? You tell me how you felt first and I'll tell you. <laughs> Wait. 
Wait, I didn't see this one. This is one oh. Mewtwo, right? You didn't see... Girl, hold what on. What are you doing? Hold on, hold on, hold on. So there I was. I woke up with a heavy case of amnesia in the middle of nowhere. The only clue to my past is Harry's name and address inside this hat. So I made my way to the apartment, and that's when I found you and your stapler gun. Stop talking! You're a hallucination! You're a hallucination. So you're a talking Pikachu with no memories who's addicted to caffeine. I could stop whenever I want. These are just choices. Another round, extra shot, black as night. Thank you, sweetie. I don't know. Maybe Harry got in too deep. Mixed up with the wrong crowd, that kind of thing. Look, you can talk to humans. I can talk to Pokemon. And if you want to find your pops, we're going to need each other. No, I don't need a Pokemon. What about a world-class detective? Clues. What is all this? Harry is still alive. Case closed, but still open until I solve it. All right, here it is. Harry faked his own death. Or somebody else faked Harry's death. Or Harry faked somebody else's death. That last one doesn't work no. at all. Shit, that was awesome. What are you talking about? <laughs> I love that. I, I had like a grin on my face from like the beginning to the end with that. So that's how you felt? <laughs> yeah, I loved it. What did so, you love? No, okay. I don't, it's not that I didn't love the trailer. I do love the trailer. Okay. My biggest problem with the trailer. You're a hater. <laughs> no, no, no. My biggest problem with the trailer is the end. I would have rather not, like I oh, don't Mewtwo. like Mewtwo. Yeah, I don't like the fact that they revealed Mewtwo. That's a good point. In the trailer. It's like Mewtwo? Oh, come on. What the fuck? I would have liked to have seen that in the movie. Because Mewtwo is like a big, like he's yeah. like the big Pokemon. Granted, there are other Pokemon no, that since, was they, the one. since they've introduced no. later on. No, fuck all like those strong, other legendary But yeah, bullshit. I don't care about all those. RC is the, the, fuck. the 151 are all I care about. Exactly. <laughs> so like when they showed all those other Pokemon, like in the new gener generation, two and three and four, I was like, I don't know who these people are. I don't give a fuck. Like, but like showing Mewtwo, I was just like, uh, I would have liked to have seen that in the in the, in the in the movie, not them reveal it in the trailer. That's what my biggest problem was. Okay, that's, and then also, that's and then also the fact that I feel like they were just showing way too many Pokemon. I was just like, this is something I want to see in the movie, not in the trailer. Like you sold me in the first two trailers. Like if and 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 to me, it's making it seem like like you're not the, the people that don't know Pokemon or whatever. They're not going to be sold or whatever on, on this movie yeah. on Mewtwo or you're showing extra Pokemon. Like, if you're going to see this movie, you're going to see this movie based on, like, the strength of the first. Because even the, even when I first heard about this trailer, I was like, not a, I'm, I mean, not a, not the trailer. When I first heard about this movie, I was like, Detective Pikachu, I'm not going to see this shit. Yeah. But then the trailers, so, like, the trailers had me in. Yeah. So if you're not sold, if you weren't sold on the trailers the first time, showing more Pokemon is not going to sell you on the trailers I think even it, more. It, these things happen on a corporate level where it's like some big wig in the corporation is like, we got to make sure we get these butts in seats. What is going to guarantee it? What is the biggest Pokemon everybody back yeah, then? Yeah, Mewtwo's going to sell it. It's like, yeah, show Mewtwo. That's not going to get me in the seat. Like, you already had me. Like, you didn't they're, need to show me They're Mewtwo. hedging their best. They're making sure that every fan that used to love Pokemon is definitely going to go. And maybe you would have gone, but maybe Joe Blow is like, yeah, I used to love Pokemon, but I'm not that into it. And then, But Mewtwo Strikes Back was one of his first movies as a so child. I was say, but you think show, seeing Mewtwo is going to be like, oh! 
it got me. <laughs> when I yeah, saw but it, it had you before that. <laughs> but now it got me more. <laughs> I was like 100% in. Now I'm 110% in. Because like before, you, like you, you're making a great point. Like This is basically the doomsday of, of Pokemon right now. Or the trailers, I mean. But when I just watched it, I was just like, oh, shit, Mewtwo. All right. Let's get it on. I'm ready. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> they probably, they probably could have held off on showing that. Because they, they knew what they were doing. Because immediately afterwards, they have fucking Ryan Reynolds go, oh, that's a twist. That's a twisty twist. And it's like, then why show it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> don't, don't show us that then. Yeah. Because he's got to be the main antagonist, right? Ultimately, he's got to be the last thing they fight. If it's a twist, maybe he's not. He's a good guy? Yeah. Maybe well, you intrigued me. I'm back in. But even still, I'm just like I was already in, but I'm back in. <laughs> but even still, I'm like, why don't don't show it? Don't show me. Don't know. It's the problem with trailers <laughs> nowadays. They're just trying to show you everything. But you're right. But everything else, bro, it's Deadpool. Oh yeah, Pokemon. I'm definitely I'm definitely into this. Into the like, like I was kind of into the humor. In the last I don't know. Trailer. I don't know if Ryan Reynolds, because because you know, think I think about the Deadpool marketing. So I don't know if Ryan Reynolds is part of that now with the like the Detective Pikachu stuff, but I'm like everything that they sh- that they've done with the Detective Pikachu like marketing, I'm like fucking great. Because mm. like I mentioned before, when I when we first talked about this movie, even both of us were just like, yeah, Ryan Reynolds has been cast as Pikachu for Detective Pikachu Stupid. movie. Stupid. I was like, uh, <laughs> and Justice Smith. I'm like, huh, what are y'all doing? <laughs> like, who wants to see this movie? But I'm like. Who wants to see this movie? Like, let's go. <laughs> who doesn't want to see this movie? <laughs> no, I meant like who? Like, who wants to go with me? Oh, like, okay. let's go. <sighs> okay. So, uh, next trailer that dropped. Speaking of another, this, this is all, like all trailers that I like. Another trailer, Hellboy Red Band trailer. On an island off the coast of Scotland, something was summoned from the depths of hell. Something that would end mankind. And this uh, thing you worried about, did it show up? Oh, yes. You did. We face every threat there is, and yet you take me in. Hello, son. Made me a goddamn weapon. Where's my fucking violin? Listen up, ladies and gentlemen. Out there, there's a fifth century sorceress who wants to bring down the curtain on London and the world. Great homework. Why do you fight for those who hate and fear you? You were meant for this. Out of the ashes... New Eden will emerge. Okay, I'd appreciate a prophecy with more relatable stakes. With David mm. Harbour. Yes. What did you think about this Red Band trailer? Um, no more Ron Perlman. Now we get to see what uh, David Harbour is actually like as the character a little bit more with some of the scenes in this. I really enjoyed it. I mean, it looks... I know it's not a continuation of the original Hellboy trilogy, but if it was, this almost feels like it would be that third movie. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, especially with like the apocalyptic, apocalyptic stuff they've shown in the trailer so far, where it looks like almost like some Evangelion shit with giant fucking demons floating through the city. Shit looks super apocalyptic. You see the full form Hellboy with the horns and the crown and shit. Yeah, like in like they teased in the original movies and never actually showed. Yeah, I was like, even though Guillermo del Toro is not part of this anymore, it definitely looked like 
they took his creep like the creatures that they made in this movie they look great yeah like everything i've seen from this it, it kind of makes me want wish i got it retroactively with the ron perlman series which Same. i love the ron perlman series don't get me wrong but like I feel like the rated R aspect is just taking it to a new level. Yeah, the rated R is what makes it and feel it's make, distinct. It's, yeah, it's making it what Hellboy should be, more or less. So, yeah. got to thank Deadpool for that, you know. Yeah. Making rated R comic book movies. And now instead of profitable. Blue... And what, of course, also going back to Blade. Don't forget about Blade. Yes. <laughs> but now instead of Blue, the Shape of Water guy, now we got... I forgot the actor's name, Asian guy. Um... He becomes a cheetah man, <laughs> a wear cheetah. Fuck, what is his name? I don't remember. But he was re- he replaced Ed Screen. He replaced Ed Screen. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of his name. I don't remember. We're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> we'll never be a Rotten Tomatoes like this, no. Michael. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I've heard people complain that they they wish they didn't show that he became that thing that weird. Yeah, I wish they didn't thing. show that either. But I was like. Right. Yeah. yeah, I don't know who that character is anyway. So I'm like, whatever. Unless they, they really make like a big reveal in the movie, I don't really care if they show it in the trailer. But I mean, my my only complaint, I have one complaint, and it's really nitpicky, and it's really just because I have the history of knowing the other things she's been in. You don't like nothing, Mila Jovovich. I don't think she's a great actor. One, but two, she. I, whenever I see her now, I can only think Resident Evil. Like she just seems like isn't that the Alice biggest character. thing she's been in? I think so. But that, that series has gone so long, and she's been put on such a pedestal because of those movies. I'm just like, all I I don't see this sorceress you're acting like you're, you're trying to be in this movie. All I see is Alice from Resident Evil. <laughs> I mean, that's the next evolution. <laughs> Alice was damn near a sorceress in the fucking Resident Evil movies. Maybe this is a prequel to that then. <laughs> no, this, is a, this is a sequel. Oh, it's a sequel? She There's... became so fucking powerful. She basically was. <laughs> now she's going after Hellboy. I didn't have a problem with her. I don't even think she's bad in the. I feel like she she's she looks like the original girl that had the blue fire. Yes, I remember I made that mistake when I saw the first trailer. I was like, I thought that was that girl, but I guess it wasn't. No, I mean she looks like yeah, yeah. But I, I'm enjoying everything I'm seeing from Hellboy, so hopefully it's actually good. Like David Harbor, I feel like is a good. I like what I've seen. Like even when the trailer He's a good ended, Ron Perlman replacement. Yeah, even when the trailer ended, like oh, you love me or whatever the crazy. He's like, I'm a Capricorn. You're fucking nuts. Like, yeah, that was good. I like that. He's way uglier than Ron Perlman though. Like his Hellboy. Well, yeah. In the face, he's just. Ugh. <laughs> That's what happens when you take crystal meth? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm digging it. I'm excited. That's the next month too, isn't it? It's next month too. It's a lot of shit coming out in April. <sighs> wow. Shazam. Hellboy, Game of Thrones. Oh, Game of Thrones! We are like fifty something days away from Infinity Endgame. Mm. Uh, something else comes out next month too. I don't know, but anyway, uh, final trailer. I said I liked all the trailers, and I would say uh, this one is not no exception. Interestingly enough. But I do have my issues with it. So, Dark Phoenix, X-Men. Why did you make me do that? Look at me. Focus on my voice. I'm not giving up on you, Jean. She was my friend. You're my family, Jean. Stop. No matter what. Stop. Stop. special gene and if you stop fighting that force inside you 
embrace it, he will possess the very power of a god. Jordan, did you see the Dark Phoenix trailer? I did. What'd you think? I think they spoiled the fuck out of this movie if what you're saying is true about Mystique. Because I was, I was a hope. I'm like, they, it's too obvious. They slid it up too much to be like, oh my god, Dark Phoenix killed Mystique. Oh no. And really, for me, I'm not even saying oh no. I'm really like, oh thank god, <laughs> <laughs> thank god, Jennifer Lawrence is dead. Um, but be honest though, I I actually really like this trailer. Like, I think it was a way better trailer than that first one. Um, I don't know if it's, I agree. Yeah, you you agree with that? Okay. Um, I think the only thing that hurts this movie is the fact that we don't know these characters well enough to go into the Phoenix Saga. Because like, as and this is this this boggles my mind to even admit. But if I were to go back in time, and young Jordan who who's seeing trailers for The Last Stand, I went into that movie with so much more hype because I did care about. Jean Grey. Yeah, because you had two movies. Yeah, and she was a main character. She was like her and Wolverine were basically the male and female leads. Um, so I cared. Granted, when the movie actually came out, it was fucking terrible. Storm. Yeah, and Storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say that. Um, but in this movie, I don't know Jean that well. We've only seen her in X Men Apocalypse. Seen him Apocalypse. Storm has a good line in the trailer. Very heavy African accent, but. I mean, she like 180 from being a villain at the end of X-Men Apocalypse. So like, I have no connection to her like at all. And I doubt they're going to focus on her. All of the, cl- all of them, except for like the, 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 like the first class X-Men, but like, Nightcrawler- they're all gone basically. Yeah, well, yeah. But I'm saying like Nightcrawler, Storm, Jean Grey, Cyclops, we've, we met all of them in the last movie and they didn't really even do that much in the last movie. So I don't no. know who the fuck these people are. Yeah. So I have no emotional connection to them. I care about Xavier and, and Magneto. Yeah. But that's about it. That's about it. Yeah. And for it to be the Phoenix saga, I would really have liked to care about the Phoenix. <laughs> so like if if I get the dark Phoenix actually. Yeah, the dark Phoenix. But you see fucking uh Cyclops like, you know, oh we gotta save Gene. Like it, it falls flat to me because I don't I don't know the relationship even. I don't even know were they even together by the end of Apocalypse? I don't think so. I don't think so. So there's nothing there's no connection there. But for they're me. still classmates. <laughs> Oh, classmates. It's <laughs> very important. Like Jean going to the last stand had the connection with Wolverine, the will they won't they relationship. She had the she was with Cyclops, like she was basically the leader of the X-Men. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. It's it's crazy to me to think that I was more excited for the last stand than I am for Dark Phoenix. But I do like the trailer. Yeah, I feel I, <laughs> I, I feel the same way like I watched this trailer and I was like, "Hmm." I actually kind of like this trailer. Yeah. Like, granted, I tried to throw away all the stuff that I heard about this movie being a dumpster fire mm-hmm. out of out of my head because I was like, yeah, I like this trailer. This movie's probably gonna be trash though, <laughs> but the trailer was good. Like, even us makeup aside for Mystique for Mystique because I'm like every movie the makeup is just getting worse and worse. Well, it's because she doesn't like the makeup. I know, but apparently like, she's gotten a reaction to it or something, like a rash. I don't, I don't know. Whatever bullshit I believe, excuse. I don't believe that shit. Yeah, whatever. CG it. Like, fuck, do something. Like, it just seems so... Especially compared to the last movies, it's a clear, like, did you change your appearance? Like, I don't understand why you look like this for all the movies, and then suddenly now you've like got this basic makeup job going. It looks terrible. <laughs> but yeah, but like, overall, like, visually, I think it looks, like, great. Like, the effects... That I saw, like I like 
Yeah. The, the scene where Quicksilver's running through the rubble to get to Gene. Yeah, or like when Gene takes the train. Oh, he's like, like twisting it. Twist, yeah, twist the train. Or yeah. even like that moment where uh, Magneto's like trying to shoot. Oh, Gene. that was a badass scene. And with all the guns. And the guns. You see it's not doing anything. You see that like look of like worry on his face. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fast spender. I love Even you. that scene, even though, again, like... I, I, I don't know if the parallels, the last stand, are a good thing or not. Because one, on one hand, it's like, you're reminding me way too much of that movie. On the other hand, it's like, but you are an alternate timeline, so it would make sense that there are some parallels. But the scene where it's, it looks like the death scene of Xavier from The Last Stand, where it's Xavier Magneto in the, in the house with Jean, probably trying to convince her to come back or something. Mm-hmm. And she's like crushing Magneto's helmet, and he's like screaming in pain. That shit was intense. Yeah. So like all of that. And then the thing... The, all of that looks great, but I'm like, okay, there's a lot of things that leave me confused about this trailer. A, we already mentioned that uh, I have no connection to these characters, so why the fuck do I care? Mm. But then B, it's like, who the fuck is Jessica Chastain playing? Like, is she a Shi'ar? I thought she was is Illyria. She not a Shi'ar? No, she can't. I, Illyria. Was that her name? Is this Angel? <laughs> oh, is that is that, that chick's name? Fred? L- Lalandra? Lalandra. There we go. That's it. I knew it was something. <laughs> I don't think so. I thought she was. I don't think she is. Are you sure? I mean, they She's never gotta be. They never said she was. But that's what I'm saying. Really? I'm like They don't even say that on the IMDb? No. At least not not that so I know she of. Not that like? I know of. What is what do they say her character is? I'll look it up. But yeah, uh but I'm like, who is she playing? Is she like what is her connection? So I'm like, what she's is her connection? She's definitely a Shi'ar. That's why I'm like, is she Shi'ar? Is she not a Shi'ar? But then I'm also like, are they doing the last stand parallels where the Phoenix is a multiple, like an altar of Jean? Are they actually introducing the Phoenix Force? I mean, you saw her going because, into space. And yeah, you see her going into, phase, into space. But then I'm like, so if they're introducing the Phoenix Force, why are they pushing this whole thing about Charles Xavier blocking her personality because of you know the darkness that's in true. her person. So I'm like, why they? It's like they're trying to put, do have have the mm-hmm. cake and eat it too. That's true. I didn't even think about that. So I'm like, what are, what are they doing with this movie? So it's like, if it's the Phoenix Force, then let that be the Phoenix Force. Oh, but then yeah. also on top of that, if it is the Phoenix Force, how does she have the Phoenix during uh, X Men Apocalypse? Because it seems like she got the Phoenix in this movie. That's a very good fuck. I didn't think <laughs> maybe maybe in this the 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 energy unless, just unless, unlocks her powers. Unless the energy, I don't know. Like the the energy is what turns off whatever Xavier did to her to to lock her powers. But what Xavier did during Apocalypse turned it off because he's like Gene, let it go. That's a good fucking point. No, I was like, Fuck. I don't know. There's no continuity in these movies. There's none. Like on one hand, it's like, use your true power, but don't remember your true power. Like, what are you talking about? So I'm like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. And Jessica Chastain's not listed as anything, right? That's weird. Like, everyone else is a title, but she doesn't. It's got to be her. Otherwise, there's no one else listed as that character. But then I'm just like, so are they gonna, they're making Lalandra a villain? Lalandra's not a villain. I mean, it's X Men. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> like they don't give a fuck. Like, by the way, I'm like, I I enjoy. I mean, I, ultimately, I enjoy. I enjoyed what I saw from the trailer. Like I said, I can't. I ultimately can't get what I had heard, heard about this movie being a dumpster fire out my mind. Same. So cautious optimism, though. <laughs> cautious optimism. You know what I'm saying? There was other stuff I wanted to say, but I forgot. Oh yeah, and then I'm just like, also like. Why does Fox keep doing this? Like in terms of like pushing the Phoenix, the, or the rather the Dark Phoenix saga, before the Phoenix saga. 
What made the Phoenix Saga? They did enough in the X Men Apocalypse. They thought <laughs> like that's enough. Just, you saw the Phoenix silhouette. Come on. But it's like what made the Phoenix Saga one of the like most iconic like comic book events of all comics is like you've spent time with all these characters. You spent time with Jean Grey. You spent time with Cyclops. You spent time with Wolverine, Professor Xavier, because you had the X-Men have been around since the 60s. And yeah. The Dark Phoenix Saga, Phoenix Saga came around in the 80s. So you had like 20, 20 plus years with these characters before you had Jean Grey. Oh, Jean Grey's going evil. What? She's going against her teammate, her family, the X-Men. Like, what's going on? Like, mm-hmm. this is crazy. Like, this I think is it's because they didn't have a plan. Like they clearly don't have a, like a, a Kevin Feige level X Men continuity fan. Clearly, and then not only that, you had like you had the Phoenix Saga established, where Jean Grey became this this super powerful multi universal character. It's like, oh, Jean Grey's growing, but then what? She's going evil. Like, what the fuck is going on? It's like you don't get any of that. It's just like automatically, nope. Jean Grey's going evil. It's like. But I don't care. Like, I just met her. Yeah, they don't understand that it takes that buildup of character and drama to have that payoff. They just want to get right to the payoff. Yeah, it's like if you automatically... The first Captain America movie is is Civil War. It's like... Exactly. I don't... I don't care. Like, what if the first time Batman and Superman met, they had a Dark Knight Returns fight? Let's just say hypothetically, right? Right? That'd be terrible, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> hypothetically speaking. Because that didn't happen in real life. No, no, no. no. First time... First time they met was World's Finest. Yeah. They, they teamed up. <laughs> no, no. You're right to the fight. No. Ah. <laughs> fuck DC. Fuck WB. Fuck Fox. They don't understand. So yeah. I think Marvel got it. They understood that it's the character drama and evolution and character development that makes you feel for these characters when shit happens to them. But they're just like, no, 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 no. This is a big story in the comics. Let's just do it now in the movies. And it's like, people care, right? And it's like, no, no. you got to earn it. <laughs> you can't just copy and paste and think people are going to care. Nah, we're going to copy and paste. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, I agree. Again, cautious optimism. That's what I'm going to say. I don't know. This movie's going to be garbage. <laughs> oh, man. Ow, was, ow. I remember what I was going to say. You sp- spoke about uh, going back to the beginning of the podcast where you was like uh, talking about the mystique stuff. Oh, if confirmed. Want to circle back to that? <laughs> this is, and that's that's the main reason why I feel like this movie is going to be garbage. Garbage. Because why are you fucking telling me that Mystique dies in this trailer? Maybe they wanted people to be happy like me. <laughs> not 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 even that. Because when I first saw the trailer, I didn't know that that Mystique. I was like, oh, she gets blasted away with a Mystique's. I mean, with uh. You didn't even think it. I didn't even think it. It seems so because I'm it, like, it comes oh, you from see, her crying in the alleyway to her talking to Mystique. She's in the, in the alleyway. She's literally saying, "Why did you make me do that to her? She was my friend." And they show Mystique in that scene. If you put the the timeline of like the scenes together, clearly that happens after she gets the Phoenix powers unlocked. So it's like, and then she's wearing the same outfit in that alley. So clearly that happens after that scene. But either way, I was like, I didn't think I was like, maybe she just injures. Cause I'm like, Hey, Mystique has super healing. So I'm like, whatever. And then on top of that, I'm like, she just got, she just got like force blast. Like, how does that, how's that going to kill her? Well, you know how it happens in the movies, but then like, you get pushed into like the one spike. (laughs) Oh, it's through my chest. Oh my God. (laughs) It's like, Wolverine stabbed her in X-Men. What was it? X2 or X1? No, X1. She had like, X1. Yeah. Cause she had a scar next to, yeah, fucking healed so but i'm just like but like literally right after that trailer dropped ew spoiler uh simon kimberg is doing an interview so what made you decide to kill mystique in this movie and i'm just like are you fucking kidding me like what are you doing why would they exactly they're just trying to get butts in seats that's what i was just about to say that's why i was like this is why i think this movie is trash the fact that they revealed that Uh, so early that's mm. all you got 
And so you're just like, hey, this character that we've been like pushing since X-Men First Class, Jennifer Lawrence, Mystique. Yeah, you love Mystique, right? No, not really. <laughs> not <laughs> we, really. But we've been pushing her to be this major character. She dies. Come see our movie. That's all we got. And we're going to reveal it in the trailer. Because uh, I'm just like, but why, Michael, the last why time the this happened. Fuck, why the fuck would you do that? But the last time they revealed like a big twist element like that in a movie, like it was fine. Remember BVS and Doomsday? It worked out fine. So oh, yeah. <laughs> made so much money in the box office. Yeah, so I'm sure yeah, this movie will be exactly this. I'm sure everyone's looking forward to seeing Mystique die now. <laughs> yeah, everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, Mystique's gonna die." I'm gonna I go see, see this it. movie. Yeah, I'm gonna go see it. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't really care. <laughs> nobody, nobody really cared about Jennifer Lawrence's Mystique anyway. No, if anything, I, I think a majority of people were kind of fed up that well, she was a focus. I, want, I don't want to say I didn't care. I liked her first class, but I didn't like yes. the fact that she was the focus. Yes. Especially in Days of Future Pet. Like, she was really the focus in she Days of Future She was the whole plot device. She was the whole stuff. plot. I was like, who is, like, what? Mystique? It's because of Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. That, that was I'm it. Like, Mystique? Like, Mystique is a great character. I love Mystique. I fucking cosplayed as I don't Mystique. even think Jennifer Lawrence is a good fit for Mystique. Yeah, I'm like, I cosplayed as Mystique. I love the character of Mystique, but yeah. not what they did. Mm-mm. That's not Mystique. No. I think Jennifer Lawrence is a terrible casting for Mystique. She was okay in first class, but like, if you were to be like, "Hey, would you cast this girl's mistake?" I'd be like, "Hell no! Her like, her face doesn't fit to me. Uh, mm, I'm not a fan. Her acting is eh, eh. It's only gotten worse over the course of the series. Cause it she, started off cause pretty she's good. She's it in. Yeah, and then by the time you get to Apocalypse, it's like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, this future pass is okay too, I guess. Not a fan. <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> All right, moving. Yeah, on. that's how I felt about X Men. So, yeah, that's it for trailers. Uh, let's see. How to Train Your Dragon still number one at the box office. So, yay. <laughs> yeah, deserved it. Uh, but it took a it took a huge took a huge drop. It's like 30, 30, 30 million. So it was almost beat out by uh, Medea's Funeral Family. What you whatever one of those movies. So I'm like, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> but anyway, uh. We talked about all these properties coming out in April, and I was like, what else comes out in April? I just remembered, so because I news bit. So, uh, One Punch Man is slated to come out season two, April 2nd. Whoopa! April 2? April 2nd. Everything's April. Everything's April. Oh, everything's April. And what? That's like literally next month. Wow. What a, what a last minute. Like, oh, by the way. <laughs> yeah, One Punch Man season two. Doesn't uh, Titans come out next month, too? No. Attack on Titan? Oh, wait. Yeah, I think so. This is a good, that's a good month, then. It's, it's going to be a heavy fucking month. Sweet. <laughs> I don't have time. I don't have time. <laughs> but uh, speaking of something that's not going to be heavy, a heavy month anymore, because uh, October was supposed to have the release of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Remember I mentioned that? <laughs> yeah. So, for whatever reason, I don't know why, but Paramount has dropped Are You Afraid of the Dark from its schedule. Wait, what does that mean? It's probably not going to come out. What? Yeah. What? I don't understand. They announced it and they're just not going to make it? Well, it's had to have already been made if it's coming out in October, but it's been dropped. But I don't understand. Exactly, I don't understand either. They're not giving an they're not giving an explanation. They looked at it was like this is garbage. <laughs> We're not gonna release this. I mean, yeah, pretty much. 
Now it just says, and this is uh, from box office on Twitter. They were just like, Are You Afraid of Dark was supposed to come out on uh, 10 4 19, but now it has no release date. Wow. What the fuck? So yeah, I don't know if this has, I don't know if this has to do with the fact that now Nickelodeon is uh, trying to do an Are You Afraid of the Dark TV series. And so that conflict, I don't know. All I know, I was looking forward to this movie. I was looking forward to seeing a trailer. And oh, I'm my- confused as fuck. So this is about the movie, not the show. No, 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 not the show, the movie. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That makes more sense. Yeah, it's not coming out now. Yeah, well, we got the show though, right? As of right now, yeah. But still, I wanted to see the movie. <laughs> Next week, canceled. Fuck! <laughs> yeah, but Ari Freddy Ducks have always been a show anyway, so I'm cool with that. Now I get more Halloween things to watch. Well, speaking of something that I'm not cool with, well, at this point, I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> so, remember that Flash movie, Jordan? Yeah. That's supposed to come out? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, whenever. They got new writers, they got a new director. Well, it's still not coming together because remember the Flash went through a page one rewrite? Yeah. Before? Well, now it's a page two rewrite. <laughs> yep, it's going back to a, a page one rewrite again. Oh, wait. I saw Ezra Miller talk about this and he was talking about like, it's just not right. Like it's, it's not there yet. And we want to make sure that on the page, it makes sense before we actually press on something like that. They announced Ezra Miller as the Flash during season one of the Flash. <laughs> That's so sad. That is so sad. Well, fuck you, bro. If you weren't doing Fantastic Beats and all that bullshit. <laughs> but he's not writing the movie. I That's know. What I, like, I just want to blame somebody. I can't point the finger at anybody else. But yeah, now they got the Spider-Man Homecoming director or writers doing a rewrite of The Flash. And I'm just like... What's... I don't care anymore. Yeah, I'm like... I don't, it's like this... Batman. I just don't care. Yeah, at this point, I'm just like, whatever. Like by the time this movie comes out, I'm like he's probably he's gonna be too old to play Barry <laughs> Allen at this point. The shit or get off the pot, man. Just pick one. Like let's let's do this. I'm like I don't know what you're doing. Speaking of people that I don't know what they're doing. So yeah, Jordan, remember uh, Doom Patrol and Titans? They're all in one universe. Yeah. Well, according to the showrunner, they're not. Wait, the showrunner of what? Doom Patrol? Of Doom Patrol. They're not in the same universe. They're not in quote unquote in the same universe. But we but saw are, them in the pilot. But they, but they are in the same universe. What does that even mean? <laughs> what are you talking about? Basically, they're, <laughs> they're trying to cop out. So this what is are what, the words coming out your mouth right now? They are in the same universe, but they're not in the same universe. This is what he says. They're in the same world. We're asking fans to come to this version of the show knowing that it is the same world. But it's a different continuity. While there are elements of Titans and the show's introduction of our team, not all characterizations are the same, and it's just best to come into it with a fresh look. See, we said that, like it didn't seem like it. it we didn't. It didn't seem like it lined up with what we saw in Titans, like especially like where the characters were. Well, we said maybe it's a prequel. Yeah, but we were trying to make it make sense. Maybe it's not supposed to make sense, and this kind of explains why. Yeah, he said the best thing I can say to fans is don't look for the same continuity from Titan's introduction of Doom Patrol to Doom Patrol's Doom Patrol. That will bring that will bring the most enjoyment instead of looking around corners for something that you may have thought was there from Titans. That makes a lot of sense, actually. I don't like it, but it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but he says... Again, DC just can't do continuity, can they? He just can't... <laughs> 
But yeah, he says, being super honest, maybe more honest than I'm supposed to be. There's a way you can squint and see where that version fits into this version. But from my but from my opinion, it's best to say that it's a new and different version. Hmm. Okay. I mean, it doesn't break the series for me. No, it doesn't break the series, but I'm just but it like, is disappointing. It's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but it just shows me you that they introduce don't... them in another show, but then you're saying, no, that doesn't matter. But I see from a creative stance why you wouldn't want the connectivity. I don't. You got, well, the, it's more it's more work because then you have to plan across both shows how they connect and where they connect. But and, yeah, but at the same time, it's like they're so different from each other. You don't have to do that. It's not in a. It's not. And then on top of that, they're not even playing with the same. They're not even on the same chest board. It's like they're on. Two I, diff- I agree. I don't know, <laughs> but it may, but it makes the fact that things didn't line up make a lot more sense. Like, if it was a prequel, where's Crazy Jane? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. There's a lot of things that didn't really connect between that pilot and that first episode or the series right now of Doom Patrol. Like, did Cyborg ever meet Beast Boy? How long were they live in that mansion where they found them in Titans? But even then, it's like. But that's your fault then. Did why we did have you... control for powers then? I don't know. That's why I'm like, but then again, that's your fault then. Why did you plan it? Because it's DC, dude. <laughs> <laughs> don't even be in DC. You don't give a fuck about continuity. Like when you introduce... Ironically, CW does. I don't understand that. Because I'm like, obviously Doom Patrol was already filmed more, more than likely when you got... Because obviously they came out like back to back. So it's like you knew where the show was going to go. So when you first introduced them, you could have introduced them in a way that made more sense to the show. I agree. But they didn't do that. <laughs> it's not to say that I want like Beast Boy and Raven and all that to show up in the world, even though that would be cool. But why would you eliminate that possibility? Yeah, why would you eliminate that possibility? And it's even necessary because even us, me and you, try to figure out a way for it to connect. And that prequel thing kind of makes sense. Because then it's like on top of that, now you're creating all these other problems. Because like you're still saying Superman and all the other stuff exists in this world, just like they are saying in Titans. But then it's like, but they're not they're the same Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman and. I think they just don't want the fanboy backlash of like, but but that doesn't make any sense because if they're doing this and how are the Titans doing that and if, if, if Trigon takes over the Titans world, how come it's not affecting the Doom Patrol world and shit like that? You know what I mean? Maybe it's, they just want to avoid all of that. I think it's lazy as fuck, but I can see why they would choose it. Yeah, it's super lazy. Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> the only thing that makes it like a viable thing that they're like, doing is writing. They- they can make it work in the comics. Why can't they make it work in the show? Especially when it's... I, I can see if it's one thing where it's like they're two different networks or whatever, but it's like it's the same network. It's the same more or less overall team. Like, and it's under one streaming service, DC streaming service. Like, why can't you make it work? DC. <laughs> I've got two letters for you. <laughs> D and C. Or W and B. Pick one. <laughs> Well, speaking of those two letters and speaking of shared universe and not making it work. So Kevin Sujahara basically came out and uh, talked about why he feels like something like Justice League failed (laughs) what it shouldn't have. Okay. Steppenwolf. (laughs) Zack Snyder. Joss Whedon. Pick pick any of those three. (laughs) And so uh, he basically saying that... uh, their their focus from now on is not going to be on the shared universe. We're going to be on solo films going forward. And basically, he was just like, the upcoming slate with Shazam, Joker, Wonder Woman 1984, Birds of Prey, feels like we're on the right track. 
We have the right people in the right jobs working on it. The universe isn't as connected as we thought it was going to be five years ago. You're seeing much more focus on individual experiences around individual characters. That's not to say we won't at some point come back to the notion, to that notion of a more connected universe, but it feels like that's the right strategy for us right now. What Patty Jenkins did on Wonder Woman illustrated to us what you could do with these characters who are not Batman and Superman. Obviously, we want to get to those two in the right place, and we want strong movies around Batman and Superman, but Aquaman is a perfect example of what we can do. They're each unique, and the tone's different in each movie now. Sorry we fucked up. We're focusing on solo movies. The end, basically. Yeah, and he says, <laughs> last thing he says, Aquaman is going to be very different from uh, Todd Phillips' Joker. Jo- Joker. Joker. <laughs> Joker. And that's going to be very different from Shazam. And that's going to be different from Harley Quinn. Warner, Warner Brothers believes that they don't have to try to develop a giant slate that has to, that has to have plans for how it's going to connect. What they need to try to do is make good movies with these characters. Hmm. I mean, I, I want to believe they're telling the truth. It seems like everything they're releasing now since Aquaman is going to be different in tone, a little bit lighter in tone and less connected. I mean, if you look at the track record, the solo movies have done the best. So DC just can't do a team up for the save their life. <laughs> yeah, that all sounds cool, bro. But all of this, <laughs> all of this says to me, you still don't know what the fuck you're doing. Oh, yeah. Basically, their solution is, well, we're not good enough to figure out a plan for all these characters. So what we're going to do is we're just going to keep making solo movies until somebody eventually is like, hey, I've got a good idea to connect this shit. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, because ultimately speaking, you've been like you've been doing that whole let's do solo movies since you started doing DC movies. Like Batman v Superman was the first time in history Batman and Superman were on screen together. Mm-hmm. Batman v Superman was the first time you saw Batman Wonder Woman suit the DC Trinity on screen together. Justice yep. League was the first time you saw any of these characters together. Even though you, unlike with Marvel, you've had all of your properties under one umbrella since I don't know when Warner Brothers bought DC before a very, 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 very long time. And on top of that. Even though Marvel has had 10 years, 21 plus films, it seems like it might have been a long time. For the most part, the MCU, the concept of the MCU is still pretty new. Oh, yeah. And it's very fucking successful. That's why Infinity War did what it did, because it's the first time in like, not, I don't want to say film history, but for the most part, it's the first time in film history you've had all these movies connect into one it giant. It is the first time in film history. Well, I don't want to. When have you ever twenty plus movies or so that go in? Yeah, maybe that. But I was just like, I don't want to say the first time that you had characters from different films connect come together. I think they had other franchises. Uh, Like what? Like a, I don't know, like a Star Wars or like a no, the Monster Squad. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, I think the only thing that did something similar was like back in the old school days of like horror movies where they had like the or like Freddy versus Jason or like. Yeah, but that's not nearly as ambitious as like all no, these characters. No. They built a universe. Like that's just a crossover. This is like, it's like it, they took the TV formula and applied it to movies, basically. And it's, I say TV form, but it's really the comic formula and applied it to movies. Mm-hmm. But that's like the best media comparison I can make. So I'm like, so with that, a, like yeah, the like the concept of a shared universe is still pretty new, and it's very popular. Just look at the reaction to Avengers. And 
people want that for DC because like I mentioned, this was the Batman v Superman was the first time we saw these two characters, the the most iconic characters in all of comic books, Batman and Superman Facts. together for the first time. And so the fact that you're saying, well, we're going to lean on solo movies because, you know, it just proves that people don't want to see a shared universe. It's like bullshit. It's like, what do, what do, what do we constantly keep mentioning all the time in these uh, podcast reviews? It's like, why, does, why don't this connect to this? Why, what, what, what's, what's the problem? Like, this doesn't make sense in connection with this. It's like, no, we want a shared universe. We want a connect. That's why we like reading comics. We like seeing every yeah. so often Spider-Man will swing by and you, you'll see Iron Man fly past him. I know him. I yeah. know him. That's the reaction. <laughs> even though Iron Man might not have a, 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 a storyline in the comic just the fact that he flies past like hey Spider-Man it's like we like that stuff yeah. it's like we want to see Batman and Superman team up we want to see Wonder Woman show up in the Aquaman movie it's like so it's like what are you what the fuck are you doing they don't have confidence we literally just had a conversation about Doom Patrol and Teen Titans not connecting it's like what are you doing they just don't have confidence in their ability to make these crossovers because again going back to their track record every single one has been bad <laughs> Suicide Squad Justice League what was the other one BBS. <laughs> wow, I forgot about BBS. That's because they were just bad. Yeah, but so. not because they were they they didn't make money because they didn't because they were not good properties. Not because we don't want to see a shared universe. But they're not. You know how they take these lessons the wrong way. They're, they're seeing that as like, oh no, man, we can't do it, so let's not even bother. The people like we're making money and we're getting accolades for these solo movies. Let's lean into the solo movies. They don't have anybody with vision. Kevin Feige has vision. Not a blurred vision, I was, but a vision. I, you just beat me to it. I was like, but not a blurred vision. Not a blurred vision, but it is a vision. Like you need somebody like that with a big master plan and a love so, for the character. So word vision. Word vision. White nerd. Um, I, we thought Jeff Johns was going to be that, but they just let him go. So. Yeah, they just let him go without him really getting a chance to spread his fins. I mean, maybe it's not as easy as you know we think it is to find. No, I'm not saying you. it's easy. Yeah, but. Like You're getting paid the, millions of dollars. Do better. That's <laughs> yeah, just fact, fucking facts. Do better. <laughs> but yeah, you know, somebody with the, the, the mindset of a producer, but the heart of a fan, and like the, 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 the ability of a skilled writer to know what audience needs to see to care about these characters. That's not even saying, like Kevin, I, granted, I'm not, I don't want to downplay him, but he's not, I don't think he's a writer. He's no, just no, no. a good producer. But you've got to be able, like he and does know how book, the, and a comic book fan. Yeah, but by writer, I mean someone that knows how story works and what makes a story powerful because he does have like last say on like what is approved or what's not for a movie. Yeah. So he, he's got to be able to look at these movies and know on paper, yeah, this will work. Let's do that. He's got to okay it. DC doesn't have that. They had Zack Snyder and was like, darkness! Everything is darkness! <laughs> Throwing one joke there. More darkness! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's all. Well, speaking of more darkness! More dark! Kingdom Hearts! <laughs> so, Jordan, what did people say were the things that they liked about Suicide Squad? That they liked? Yes. Like really, characters, really just two things. Harley Quinn, Deadshot. That's it. Okay. Hundred <laughs> percent my test. Well, going to the darkness element, it is now confirmed that the things that people liked. Oh yeah. About Suicide Squad, are not going to be in Suicide Squad too. We don't. We don't need Harley Quinn, Deadshot. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, well, more so the the Deadshot aspect because they say Harley Quinn might have a cameo. But Will Smith has exited 
Suicide Squad 2. Why? I don't know. Maybe he doesn't like James Gunn. Maybe <laughs> James Gunn didn't want Deadshot to be a major character and Will Smith wasn't a fan of that. I could sooner see that. Maybe like Deadshot was, yeah, was going to be like a minor character and Will Smith was like, I'm not the lead? Like, nah, I'm not doing this. I'm going to be the genie. The rapping genie. <laughs> oh, don't say that. <laughs> uh, I mean, how, do you care? Kinda. Because like I said, what were, the two, what were the two things that people liked from Suicide Squad? But the problem with that, in my opinion, at least uh, Harley Quinn, maybe not as much. But for Deadshot, I feel like they wa- they, they wasted the opportunity. Like they, your chance to make Deadshot a great character was in that first movie because they basically wrapped up his story. Like they, they gave him an arc. And even though it wasn't, I don't think it was a satisfying arc, by the end of it, He's got everything he wanted. He's got a close relationship with his daughter. I mean, he's back in jail, but he's a better person. I feel like to make an interesting Suicide Squad story, they've already completed what his character arc in the story would have been. So to go back to that character doesn't really make sense. Unless he's absolutely the lead. But I mean, you could always like, go... He's the Rick Flag. I was going to say, you could always figure something out. Because I'm like, how many times have they gone back to Deadshot and like the comp- like Suicide Squad or whatever? But like, do you want that? Like, we've, we've already dipped into that well. Like, and, and honestly, as much as I love Deadshot as a character, and I, I cosplay as him, like, I, you know, obviously I had ties to that character. But, like, he was still Will Smith. Like, uh, do you want another Will Smith as Deadshot movie? It's not like he had, like, this amazing character. He was just Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, like, I could see James Gunn. That's why I'm like, maybe it's the James Gunn thing. I could see him being like, I want to make this my own thing. I want to write it. And I feel like going back to the Deadshot well is just repeating the mistakes of the first movie. Like, just fresh start it. Like, if you're going to do it again, do it with a fresh take. None of this Superman is the, is the catalyst for the team bullshit. You know what I mean? All that crap that didn't make sense. Take it all out. Like, throw it all out and start anew. I can see that being his logic. So I kind of understand it. Do you, do you darkness! Uh, darkness! <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, I also have no fucking idea who the main character of a Suicide Squad movie would be. If it's not Deadshot and Harley Quinn. Killer Croc. <laughs> oh, my God. The sa- and not even a new, better Killer Croc. The, the same, same Killer guy. Croc. Got BET. Oh, got BET. <laughs> not me, shawty. I'm beautiful. Oh, I don't know. Maybe Bronze Tiger. That's a possibility. Because he does have honor. Because I'm thinking, I'm like, who would they interest? That's actually a really good point. So, Bronze Tiger, maybe Killer Frost. Um, King Shark. King Shark or, or Killer, Killer, Killer Croc again. I can see King Shark being the replacement for Killer Croc, though. I feel, I feel like they don't want to tread ground on what they've already done. Maybe if anyone's a carryover, Captain Boomerang. That's the only person I can see coming back. Mm. I'm not saying I liked him. Oh, I was like... Oh. No, 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 no. But I'm just saying, like, if we're going to pull anyone from that original cast, he was just underdeveloped enough that you could develop him in a sequel and he'd be a better character. Because he didn't really get much. He, he just robbed the bank and Flash stopped him. The end. And he fucks unicorns. The end. <laughs> just like Deadpool. Yeah. Just like Deadpool. Not related, though. That wasn't inspired by Deadpool at all. Don't get twisted. <laughs> like, bullshit. <laughs> but yeah, I like, I like your idea. Bronze Tiger is the main character. And it'd be another black lead. I'm for that. Yeah. But not Michael J. White, because he's not that great of an actor. I like him a lot, but not as a main movie lead. Michael J. White is a good actor. In a movie lead, though, he doesn't emote that well. 
I can't even think of it. <laughs> the expression you just made is the only expression he has in most of the stuff he's in. I, lo- I love Michael J. White. I'm just saying as the lead of a movie, I don't think he can carry it. In CW, he's great. But a movie lead, eh. Especially following Will Smith, no. <laughs> but no, not as Bronze style. I feel like he's he's too old. He's in like his 40s. Now, not to say that's that's old, but for like a franchise to carry a franchise. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Who would you who would you cast? Fan cast. As Bronze Tiger? I don't yeah. fucking know. <laughs> well, okay, fuck. I was trying to make conversation. Excuse me on this podcast. <laughs> I, 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 mean, I don't know. Like somebody good. <laughs> somebody good. <laughs> Wise words from the black gay comic geek. Not not the person that plays cyborg on the freaking uh, <laughs> Doom Patrol. Just not him and we're good. Yeah, just not him. But uh speaking of something good. I'm gonna say Mahersha Ali. Just because I like him. <laughs> I'm just somebody black that's prominent. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> that's like people say, who should play who should play Miles Morales? Uh oh duh, Idris Elba. Yeah, yeah, Idris Elba. <laughs> I was just about to say who who do I know that's black? Idris Elba. Yeah. Who should play Green Lantern? Idris <laughs> Elba. <laughs> who should play uh oh, think of another black character. Who should play Superman? Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> oh, Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> there you go. Bronze Tiger, Michael B. Jordan. Done. No, he's Killmonger. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that'd be hilarious though. He'd be like still like a, a jungle cat themed villain. That'd be funny. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> but uh, what are you some kind of and his and his stupid um, what are we some kind of Suicide Squad line would be. What do you think I am? Some kind of Killmonger? Ah ah. <laughs> Killmonger. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, speaking of something else that's getting a sequel. And I own the Blu-ray for the first one, and I've never seen it. But it's now official, officially official, official, official. More official than it was last time, but officially official. That Edge of Tomorrow, Live, Die, Repeat is getting a sequel. Sweet. So, yay for all you Edge of Tomorrow fans. I guess technically that was the best, or the first good anime adaptation. Because that was an anime. I don't know. I didn't like. I said I didn't or see it. Or manga. I think it was a manga. Didn't see it. Got the Blu-ray. Oh my gosh! Just, just watch it. It's good. <laughs> Maybe that'll be our Patreon up. Because I'm like, what should we do this month? I don't know. But <laughs> or the first Hellboy as a retrospective. No, it's next month. All right. That's yeah, Hellboy is next month. Oh, never mind. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But yeah, getting the sequel. So, yay! I guess for mm-hmm. everybody else because everybody else liked it. I don't know. You're trash. <laughs> Whatever, I'm high class. <laughs> high class garbaggio. But uh, this is more so a rumor from the hashtag show, but sometimes they they be on it. Uh, but I'm also like, I don't understand this news, but okay. So mean? according to the hashtag show, Marvel is looking, because we already talked about the fact that they're doing the Eternals movie. Mm-hmm. They want an openly gay actor in the lead role for the Eternals. Not character. Just the actor. Actor. That's weird. I don't understand this news. I mean, great. That's fine. But I don't understand this news. I don't like this news only because it's a clear PR stunt. You know what I mean? Like, why specifically look for a gay actor? And again, this is not necessarily... This, we don't necessarily know if this is true, but like I said, hashtag show... They 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 they're pretty good with like when they drop rumors and stuff like that. And the character's not. It gay. turns out to be true. 
Like it's not like it's a gay character. That's that's trained. the thing. Like I'm like, are they pulling? Are they gonna pull a Matt Bomer and cat? Because he's an openly gay actor, and then they had Negative Man be gay. So I'm like, are they doing that, or are they just want an openly gay actor to maybe play a straight character? Because you know, more times than not, gay or straight actors get cast in these gay iconic roles that get nominated for Oscars and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't go to like a gay like a gay actor won't necessarily get cast as this great. Like action, but, but, like if I if, if if Matt like I highly doubt Matt Bomer would get cast as like an iconic like James Bond and whatever because everybody knows he's gay. But like, what does announcing that he's it's got to be a gay actor do? Like, what I don't, I don't it feels like a, if that is if this is true, it just feels like a weird. That's PR what I'm saying. Thing. Like, I don't understand this news. It's the same news I felt like. Oh, we're looking for a biracial actress to play Black Canary, and it's yeah. like I don't understand this news. It's like you. It's like you want social justice brownie points. You know what I mean? Like, oh, they they fucking, they're woke as fuck. Like, I don't understand who that's, that's like, for. That's why I was like, I get it in the sense that like, the whole rant, I just went in. Like, you know, you won't cast, you, you got an openly gay actor playing a superhero. It's like, that doesn't really happen that often. Like, even if he's not playing a gay character, it's like, so I get, I get you want to have a leading, leading gay actor playing. It's, it's like, yeah. mentally I get it, but it's at the same time, it's like, I don't get but it. But it's not something to announce. No, it's not something to announce. It's, it's something that you just cast the person, and if it's not like a gay act, a gay character, but you choose a gay actor, then the story becomes that when you announce who's playing that character. But don't, don't lead with that. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, they should be And granted, like, I get it. it. Like, they didn't announce it. Somebody leaked it or whatever. Now a news organization it was uh whatever is but if it's true they're looking specifically for a gay actor like that's it's still like we're looking for a gay actor guys like but why is the character gay like i don't understand and that's 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 another thing i'm like are they casting a gay character and that's why they're looking for a gay actor i don't know much about the eternals neither so i don't think anyone does <laughs> it's like i'm gonna get emails from like 10 hardcore comic book fans that are like actually i know all about the eternals <laughs> you like need I, to catch up with your comics <laughs> like i know eros is thanos's brother that's really all i know about the eternals Burr? <laughs> that's, Burr? yeah that's all i star fox i think his name is his superhero name star fox like do barrel roll that's star fox <laughs> nah, no no <laughs> that's think, the enemy battle weapon <laughs> i think that's a superhero name and then of course thanos is an eternal Mm. That's all I really know about the Eternals, but mm. I know for a fact that none of them are gay. And only and the reason I say that is because I did a whole thing on Instagram about gay superheroes. So I would you would think I would know. Mm. I would came across one of them being gay. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know if they're pulling like a Mister Terrific and they're gonna make one of them gay. Guess we gotta wait and find out. Or are they gonna do? Even true. Or are they gonna do like a Negative Man, which is different from Mister Terrific, where Negative Man didn't really have a storyline so much in the comics, so making them gay doesn't really hurt. So do you even have the family stuff? Doesn't really like, hurt that's all, that much. It's all bullshit. There was the only the only real thing about Negative Man that they really talked about is like him and Robot Man had a crush on I believe Crazy Jane, no Elastigirl. They talked about oh Elastigirl's hot, and all yada yada. But for the most part, he didn't really have. And then the pilot stuff was his backstory, but there was no, he didn't really have a backstory. So, so the comics that so, that pilot stuff wasn't even part of it. Well, no, no, I was saying the pilot stuff was also part of it, but, but the for family the most, wasn't. All of that stuff, no. Oh, okay. So for the most part, like making him gay doesn't really. It's not really a big change to his character because he didn't really have. He didn't okay. really have a character, but like Mister Terrific, he has a long established, like history and comic like background and all this other stuff. So like to make him gay, it's like wait, this isn't. <laughs> but no one cares because Mister Terrific. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. Like, so are they pulling a Mister Terrific? Or are they gonna pull a? We shall see. By the way, I'm just like I don't I don't understand this news. Nah, I don't understand it either. <laughs> I 
either way, I'm like, if you want to get your brownie points of trying to say, hey, because Kevin Feige is like, yeah, we're going to have LGBTQ inclusion in the future. Do Young Avengers. <laughs> I, I want to see Young Avengers. I feel like it would be a wasted opportunity to just leave that Infinity War timeline. Like, do something with it. It's like it's ripe for like a cool movie concept. Or like introduce like there's there's gay characters in like Marvel, other gay characters in Marvel. Like introduce them. <laughs> oh, it's too gay. <laughs> Not. We're looking for a gay actor to play Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's like okay. I wonder if we're ever gonna get Thane in the in the MCU. You ever get to that point? Probably not. No, because no. I feel like I hope not. For those that don't know Thanos, that's ho- Thanos' son. I hope not, but I think Thanos is gonna die at the end of this. Oh god, that would suck. If he does, then I really hope it's a Thane. Because <laughs> I'm like, just just based on uh, the pa- like past's prologue, they keep killing villains in Marvel. Yeah. I'm like, why why do you keep killing your villains? But it'd be such a good villain to come back to later if there's a bigger threat. Like if there's a Galactus and Thanos shows up like... To the, try to help? To try and help, yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. But I think he's going to die. Uh, I, hope, I hope you're wrong. I hope, yeah, I hope I'm wrong too. <laughs> but yeah, whatever. So something else that needs to die. The past? Well, Wakanda. Kylo Ren, what? So, Jordan... Your favorite show. Supergirl? No. Oh, what? Close. But it's not CW. But your favorite show is getting another spinoff. And I don't know why, because its main series is faltering in ratings. I I want you to guess. It's a superhero show? No, it's not a superhero show. But it's something I bring up all the time. And the actors are leaving the show. Oh, Walking Dead? The Walking Dead is getting another spinoff. Oh. <laughs> and they're not saying what it's going to be about. They're not saying who's the lead. They're not giving any information on it, but the fact that they're developing another spinoff. It's not even an announcement. It's just like we're doing it. You can't stop us. <laughs> it's like, but please, no more. No, no, no. It's going to keep going forever. And I mean, I mentioned before that Maggie was supposedly a spinoff of Maggie. Might be in a word. It might be the Maggie spinoff. That's terrible. That's a but terrible even still, idea. I'm just like. What are you doing? You have no characters left that I would care about a spinoff for. Not even just that, but like your main series is like tanking in the yeah. ratings. Yeah. Like granted, I, I gotta I gotta keep saying, and ratings in general are still pretty high, but for like The Walking Dead, it's terrible. <laughs> I mean, I don't know anybody that talks about that show anymore. I don't either. I don't understand why it's even. It's gotta be all moms. It's all moms and and out of touch people. Yeah, just like, like, I don't I don't know anybody that still watches the show. <laughs> it's so weird. It's very weird. Hooray. More bullshit spinoffs I won't watch. <laughs> but uh, speaking of like, hooray, more bullshit. So, because I'm just like, why not just get the other person that did this person, if they could do that with Lion King. But I mentioned before well, that they're doing a Mulan live action movie. Yeah. And so one of the most iconic characters in Mulan. Mushu. Is, yeah, Mushu. Great and powerful Mushu. Who was voiced by? Eddie Murphy. Yeah. So, live action movie. They're doing a Mushu. They need a voice actor. Guess what? Wait, they are doing Mushu? I thought they weren't doing Well, according Mushu. to this, they're saying they're looking for... That's new. I thought they, they said they weren't going to do any, like, 
magical elements like that. Yeah, they say. Well, they're saying they're looking for somebody to be Mushu. Maybe Mushu was like her kid brother. <laughs> <laughs> but guess who they're looking for to play Mushu? Eddie Murphy. No, you would think. <laughs> Like, he's alive. And that's, why I, that's why I said you would. I would hope they would do that, considering they did Lion King. They got James Earl Jones back. Yeah. So why not get Eddie Murphy back for Mushu? Fuck. No, that's they're not up. getting. They're getting another black person. Will Who, Smith again. <laughs> not Will Smith, but might as well be because like what? he's in every other fucking movie. Michael B. Jordan. Another comedian. Oh, comedian. A black comedian. Kevin Hart. Yup. Oh. <laughs> Come on! I mean, he kind of is the modern day Eddie Murphy. Come, but we already we already got an Eddie Murphy. Yeah, I, if I was Eddie Murphy, I'd be pissed because you know he, whatever fame he had, is now all of Kevin Hart's. And I, if he if any roles, he'll never get them because of Kevin Hart. Any movie deals, he'll never get them because of Kevin Hart. And now his own fucking character that's just a voice. Even Kevin Hart gets that. I would kill Kevin Hart if I was Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Stab him in sleep. Yeah, they're looking looking for Kevin Hart to do Mushu. Wow. The great and powerful stone dragon. Like, that's going to be him. <laughs> uh, I'm just like, all right. Kevin, like, I'm just like, granted, I, I like Kevin Hart, but I'm like, this is, this, I'm oversaturated. <laughs> yeah, he's the go-to black comedy guy now. He is. Him and, like, Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. Even though I liked her in Lego movie. I would even probably rather Tiffany Haddish in the Mushu role, Ginger Bendit. But the internet probably hate that. <laughs> it's like, she was really good in Lego Movie. Like, and it's not that I dislike Kevin, but I'm at, I'm at the point where I'm like, I want to see him do something else. Like what? He's like, a comedy guy. But more times than not, like a lot of these comedic, uh, com- stand-up comedians, they're fucking great when it comes to drama. I mean, he did. He like, was in that think, movie with uh, like Eddie, Eddie Murphy's great in drama. You think of uh, Richard Pryor, uh, Robin Williams. Yeah, usually comedians are good at drama. But so he I'm was like, in that thing with do, Brian Cranston. Yeah, but even then, he wasn't doing like he was still playing. He I mean, was, I didn't see. It. Was, did you see it? No, I didn't see. I wanted to. I didn't see it, but I was just told, and also based on the trailer, it's like he was playing a more toned down. He was just playing a toned down version of himself. Well, I don't think he. I think that's what he's good at. I don't think he can do anything but himself. I don't. I, I think he. I think he could probably do more. He, it's, I, I feel like that's just all he's getting, though. Okay, maybe. Just based on just based on what I've seen from other comedians, like they they're great when it comes to drama. Yeah, I agree with you. So I want to see him do a drama. Well, he's even Steve Car- like Steve Carell, like they all. Come on, man! I'm the Green Power Stone Dragon. <laughs> anyway, uh, so something else that was announced. So uh, Jordan Pokemon. Pokemon Let's Go just recently came out. Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. And now a new Pokemon game has been announced. And this is like the first official, official RPG Pokemon game that's been coming, that's going to come out in a long time since I think like Crystal, Platinum, whatever the fuck it's called. But now it's getting out of colors and it's going to be Pokemon Sword and Shield. And it's going to now, it's. All new set of Pokemon. You get an all new set of starters. They released the trailer for it, coming out for uh, play. I mean PlayStation for Nintendo Switch, and it's going to be the eighth generation of Pokemon. So it's going to go into go into the thousands of Pokemon. Jesus. Now, yeah. We're, Jesus. It used to be 151. Now it's into the thousands. That's too much for a Poke rap. Too, <laughs> too fucking much. And there's but, a thousand and maybe more to see. <laughs> to but I saw the Pokemon. trailer and I was like, I want to play it. <laughs> the game looks fun. 
It does. Whenever I see these new Pokemon games, I'm always like, man, I wish I had this when I was a kid. This is bullshit. <laughs> I got the I got like the beta version of these games. Yeah, even like the battles are like when 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 I when in, back in my day when I played Pokemon games and they battled, all you saw was a a glitch. It was just like Boop. yeah, basically the sprite, the two yeah. D, like the eight bit sprite would shake, and then you see the other Pokemon shake, yeah, and then like a little shitty like effect would happen on it, and then the bar would go down. Yeah, you think your imagination. Thunder shock and thunder looked exactly the same, basically. Yeah, <laughs> but now add some got flashes like, to it. These full effects. Like the first time I've seen something like that was a uh, Pokemon Stadium from Nintendo sixty four. That shit blew my mind as a kid. That shit blew my mind as a kid. But now it's like way better than Pokemon Stadium. You guys are old. Yeah, word. <laughs> Even that probably looks like shit by today's comparison. Of course, yeah. like Spider Man two, like looked fucking great when it came out. Now it's like. All right, move on. I don't want to talk this anymore. This, this topic is just showing our age. <laughs> I'm so old. But yeah, uh, I'm almost done. So yeah, uh, now it's official, which I'm just like, they should have did this before. Remember I mentioned before uh, how people have been trolling Captain Marvel? I was I was about to ask if we were going to talk about this. Yeah. That, been, that Rotten Tomatoes thing? The rot- yeah, the Rotten Tomatoes thing. And, and it like fucked up the audience score for Captain Marvel. Yeah. Well, because of that, uh, Rotten Tomatoes as of February 25th. It wasn't even the audience score, wasn't it? The we people wanna that want to see, wanna yeah, see anticipation score? more or less score. Yeah, but yeah, as of February 25th, you could know the the whole we want to see score thing is no longer. Is that gone across the board or just for Captain Marvel? I think it's across the board. Honestly, that makes sense. It makes it shouldn't have existed in the first place. Yeah, in my opinion, especially in the world of the internet, and we we all know like. People, like, I've seen people online twist this story to be like, oh, fucking Rotten Tomatoes is against freedom of speech. And it's like, no, you assholes. You know goddamn well what the, the general online community is like. And you know, most of them are fucking coward-ass, neckbeard-ass trolls who sit behind their keyboard and will rally against anything they don't like in big numbers because they have forums like 4chan to fucking gather their their angry troll forces together and like and raid things. So yeah, like something like this where it's an anticipation score. It's like you're, you're having people who haven't even seen the movie give a rating for something. That that in itself is kind of suspect. Like yeah. you shouldn't even take that into real consideration when you watch a movie anyway. And it's not like they're like press people where they see the movie before the movie comes out. It's yeah, like, I know. no. Just your average Joe going, do I want to see this or I don't want to see this? It's like, fucking terrible, even though I've never seen it. Yeah, so who the fuck cares? And for something like, for comic book stuff especially... You see how fanboys will rally against something just because they don't like it. So, like, yeah, like, I'm, I wish they did this back in the day for Black Panther, too. Yeah, I was going to say they did this for Black Panther. I guess it happened to way too many times because it happened Wonder Woman, Black Panther, and now this. Mm. There's a theme, guys. Yeah, exa- exactly. But no one wants to talk about that. Instead, they, like, the story becomes, like, oh, fucking this is against freedom of speech. It's like, fuck out of here. Like, that is not what the issue here is. It is not taking away freedom of speech. If anything, it's taking away freedom of dumb speech. Speech that is uninformed speech. How about that? It's uninformed. You're just basing it off of nothing but your feeling, and that and that feeling is gonna translate, translate to a number that the average person's gonna see and be like, "Oh wow, twenty yeah, percent." they're, not, see Captain they're not gonna read the actual review. Oh, no. feminist book. They're just gonna look. Oh, twenty percent. Like, oh, oh nobody wants to see. It. That's crazy. I guess I shouldn't see it either. Yeah, it it needlessly hurts a movie. Like we don't need that number to to want to see a movie or not. And granted. We've had discussions about, uh, I don't know if I'm that excited about Captain Marvel, but at the end of the day, 
I'm still going to see it. And I'm excited by virtue of the fact that it's a Marvel film and Marvel hasn't let me down. And then the stinger yeah. of Infinity War. And now the reviews that are coming out, it's like, now I'm more hyped. We're cautiously optimistic, but fair. But I think a savvy consumer should always have that kind of like discerning eye on anything. It, it, yeah. It's when these people have a clear bias that it becomes an issue. It's a feminist agenda. Yeah. Like, and trust me, I've gotten my fill of that shit just from unworthy blowing up. Like there's so many, co- the, the, the majority of why negative is comments. Tommy, why is Tommy a Why is Tommy a girl? SJW bullshit. Yup, SJW bullshit. Why is Tommy a why, girl? I'm sick of this gender Billy, politics why bullshit. Why is Billy black? I actually get very little of that because of the movie. Because yeah. the movie. But but still, if it wasn't for I'm the movie, sure was the, I'm pretty sure the movie guy. <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't for the movie, I know I would get. It's not that I don't get that. That does still come up, but it's. it's Far and away, a small like drop in the bucket compared to all the people who just, oh, this feminist bullshit, I'm sick of it. Like, Jesus Christ, man, the insecure man online is a thing. <laughs> so, there's a takeaway. Like, people are like, oh, are Tommy's, you wearing Tommy? a, Tommy's wearing a skirt, fuck this shit. <laughs> Basically, it's like as if it takes away JDF, like it takes away the Tommy you've grown up with. And, and in fact, even more confusing, these people that actually watched the entire thing, the whole basis of the story is multiple universes. <laughs> so your Tommy still exists. It's a different version of that character. Like, no, I gotta see my Tommy. <laughs> Gender bullshit. Like, oh, it's disgusting. Enjoy. But unfortunately, that's the that's the environment online you're now. SJ, you're SJW fucking bullshit artist. I, I am. You're forcing your fucking feminism and gender politics and oh it's gonna be a field day when they find out tommy and kimberly are dating when they have that kiss scene at the episode second episode dude there was legit part like, two there was legit like a religious backlash on that trailer just for that one kiss scene it was crazy i've never i was like oh my god gay people have to deal with this all the time <laughs> michael raises hand <laughs> yes yes i do <laughs> yeah okay i get bro it's crazy like Homophobia is worse than racism, like in terms of like the the vitriol online. I was gonna say I don't know if it's worse. Well, no, it's it's maybe not worse, but it's more. It's not hidden as much. Like people online, they'll dance around being racist more so than they'll dance around being homophobic. You know what I mean? Like, and it's almost like a lot of the people that are the most homophobic online use religion as like a badge of like not honor, but like a like a, a catch-all for like, well, these are my beliefs. So you just have to deal with me basically saying like, you, I don't, your gayness offends me. And it's like, what the fuck, man? They're people. They're just people like us. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Words from Jordan. I'm I'm people. Yeah, Michael's people, guys. <laughs> thank, thank you, Jordan. I'm glad to be people. <laughs> yeah. He's not a mutant monster. <laughs> I'll be a mutant too, but because mutants are cool. <laughs> mutant proud. <laughs> yeah, mutant, mutant pride. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I hate it. So yeah, the Captain Marvel shit. Fuck them. I'm I'm glad they're changing it across the board too. Me too. Wow. Should I should I bring this up? Or should what? I just end? What? Are you tired? Kind of tired, but why? Because I'm like, I could go I could go on to the last thing, but there's something else I kinda wanna have a comment. Because I'm curious of your opinion. What? So basically it's come out. Cause I'm like, we're on the death of the Blu-ray or the death of physical media. It's basically come out. <laughs> not for you though. You got all the Blu-rays. Yeah, I got all the Blu-rays. <laughs> it's and because I'm, Michael and I bought them all. <laughs> haven't, haven't watched any of them. I didn't watch anything. But basically, it's come out that Samsung is now uh, discontinuing making new Blu-ray players. Okay. Which more or less foretells or foretells the death of like physical media, because like 
Blu-ray sales have been down. Like, so what are they going to make now? Nothing? Just, nothing. There's no more digital, like there's more hard media. No. No. There's no like new thing. It's no. just they're not doing it anymore. They're not doing it anymore. Wow. And they're going to focus on like, again, like streaming and all that other stuff. And like, just think about like if you buy a laptop, if you buy a new laptop, there's no CD-ROM or DVD or Blu-ray drive. That's true. Uh, I think there was talks about uh, PlayStation 5. They're not going to have a Blu-ray player. Wow. So there's no, they're not going to slide it any discs anymore into PS5? I mean, I think you could still play the disc, but I don't think you can play Blu-rays. Blu-rays. Oh, shit. Okay. That I'm not sure about. Okay. But yeah, so uh, the reason I bring it up is because how do you feel about like the death of like physical... I think that's where society's going. I mean, you kind of just explained my reasoning for that. Like, the laptop's not having CD drives anymore. I mean, the fact that we can stream things a lot faster than we could back in the day. So we can we can literally download or stream that HD content where before we couldn't. We needed Blu-rays and stuff. I mean, for me, is it, you know, is it sad? Yes. But at the same time, like, we've grown up in a world where a lot of technology that we used to use as kids or, like, you know, teens are now is gone. VHS, DVD. Remember HD DVD? I do. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Xbox tried to push it with like an extra HD DVD like drive that would attach to your Xbox and shit. But Blu-ray killed HD HD TV. Yeah, HD DVD. Whatever. Yeah. Um, that's what's hard to say. HD DVD. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, I'm not that sad about it. I, it sucks people that have a lot of Blu-ray content and you need to like, you know, like you <laughs> and you need a player. But as long as, as long as we have consoles that can play them, maybe we'll be okay. But I also kind of, I also kind of feel like there, there should be like a way where like, cause not all DVDs let you like, or Blu-rays gave you a code like my, uh, oh, a download code. Yeah. Like my old, like my uh, captain, America, like the phase one, Marvel movies that I have on uh, Blu-ray, mm-hmm. there were no digital codes for that. So, like, if I want to get them again, like, if I want to get them on streaming, I have to rebuy them again. It's like, I don't, I shouldn't. Maybe there'll be some kind of. I shouldn't have to. There should be a system. way I could, like, scan my barcode or whatever the fuck, and I'm able to get it on my my player. Maybe they'll start selling, like, Blu-ray rippers. You know what I mean? Like, a thing that you slide your Blu-ray into, and then it downloads the data off of it, and then you have, like, a digital copy. I don't know. But yeah, like ultimately, that is where society is going. But I don't necessarily know if I'm that much of a fan of it. Only I'm gonna be in the cloud, bro. But that's but that's that's where I was gonna go. Only because I read stories of like, you know, uh, things where like you'll buy a movie as a, you know the, the the digital version of a movie, and then like three years later, maybe Apple deletes it. And then you can't get a refund or whatever. Cause oh, maybe, really? Because maybe they lost the rights to that movie or whatever. So now they you don't own you don't really you don't really own it. Unlike a physical movie, like it's in my house. That like Sony isn't gonna come and take my fucking Spider Man <laughs> movie. Imagine they did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're discontinuing that movie. Hello, <laughs> let us in. We're taking that DVD back. <laughs> so it's like you don't have to worry about that. But like something that lives in the cloud, if Apple wants to like randomly like delete your delete your movie, you can't. You don't really have any recourse against that. So that's, that's the only thing I don't like. You know what you sound like right now? An old person. <laughs> <laughs> not really. I sound scared of change. <laughs> I'm not scared of change. I don't. I'm like I. Don't, I don't mind the change, but it, it is the stuff that I buy, like actually mine. 
or because it's now technically in the cloud and the cloud is owned by Apple or whatever, even if it's not the like Apple cloud, but like where my movies end up disappearing. Because like I said, I read articles about people buying shit. No, and it's then a one, point. It's yeah, a that point. one day like they, they it's deleted and then they're like, what the fuck? And then they have to buy it back or like they can't yeah. get their money back or whatever the case may be. Yeah, I'm just joking. You're not, you're not wrong. Like the fact that it is almost like you're you don't really own anything anymore. Everything's being borrowed. And like you you don't have any physical tan like you can't tangentially no. tangentially is that the word but no, tangible but no tangible no, that's, that's, a, that's a different word yeah yeah it's a different word you don't have something tangible that you can actually touch and hold so it's like you're almost like borrowing all these things <laughs> I don't know there is a level of insecurity from not having like a physical copy that you can always just look at and pick up so I, I understand where you're coming from it's like yeah I get it like. As I say, it just it also just goes to show how lazy we are getting as a society. Cause it's like even that, like I get it, I get all, I have all these Blu-rays, and then it's just like, oh man, like if I want to watch a movie, I'm I gotta like, stick a Blu-ray in. I gotta stick it. I gotta get up out the bed to stick the Blu-ray. <laughs> wow, dude, it's like five feet from you. <laughs> it's, too, it's too much. It's too it's much. Too much. <laughs> it's just too much. Then I oh, woe is me. <laughs> I gotta look for it on my shelf, and then I gotta get. <laughs> Well, here's another thing, though, because I, and this is kind of like the same thing with Blockbuster going out of business and stuff. Like, it's it's hard to curate stuff in a digital space. Like, Netflix, there's so many things on Netflix, but because it's all, like, in this cascading list of menus and, and options and categories, I'll, it takes so long to find something that you don't know you want to watch in Netflix. And not even just that. Like, they'll release stuff, and I'm like, I didn't even know about this. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean... You know, society's changing, man. We're gonna be sexting and having sex or whatever. <laughs> like you said, like like weird city, like weird soon. city. Yeah. So I mean, hey, this is where we're going as a society. Whatever, it's all gonna end in a giant fiery explosion anyway. <laughs> it is like like Umbrella Academy. Yeah. And then all there was something else I wanted to say that I forgot about digital. Fuck. It was right before you started talking about what you were saying. And then about digital media, yeah, like what, like a negative about it, yeah. I got nothing. <laughs> you're supposed to help me. I, I don't know what you want me to say. You're supposed to figure it out. We're supposed to be the one. You're, you're, my, you're my one. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got nothing. You want something to eat? <laughs> I don't remember. So whatever. All moving right. on. Was that the end? Was that your last thing? Well, I was gonna again. I was about to say something else about the digital. No, I mean topics. No, no, no. Last thing is uh. So I'm I'm gonna just move on to the last thing. And then as I'm driving, I'm like, fuck. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> we need to re-edit. Put this in. Ed- edit this in. But yeah. Anyway, so uh, they released like a whole EW, uh, different covers of Game of Thrones. Okay. Being that it comes out in a month. Yeah. And uh, they basically came out and said, this is real quick, that. There is going to be a final battle in Game of Thrones that is going to be the longest consecutive battle in action sequence in all of television, bro. And it's going to be bigger than Helm's Deep. Whoa! In Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers. Wow, they're putting their dick on the table with that declaration. That's yep. what's huge. That's like in scale, like the amount of people that Peter Jackson used for that shit. Yeah. I cried when Gandalf came back. And it's going to be bigger than that. <laughs> wow. I'm fucking excited. Especially after seeing how big and amazing like, their Battle of the Battle Bastards, Bastards was. Or um, uh, Hearth, Hearth, Hearth Home. Is that Battle? the one with the dragons? 
Uh, no, I'm talking about that's the one where he uh where the where the Night King where they fought. Oh and, like, yeah, they were all dead, and they raised them and all. He raised them all up, and I was like, "Cause this is Fuck. thriller." <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was talking about the one uh the last season with the dragons and uh when when Jamie jumped into the water at the end. Yeah, that that battle too. That was good. I mean, even the one uh it's even bigger than that. Yeah, I, even the one where they fight all the Nightwalkers. Nightwalkers. Night the is that what they're called? Night White Walkers? White Walkers. Night Walkers. What, Night Walker? what do you Night Walker sounds like a like a hooker. <laughs> I really follow those hookers. Street Walker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. With the the White Walkers and the Ice Dragon was the thing. That fight was awesome too. So to see like they've already done these giant scale fights and you're saying this is gonna be the biggest one, bigger than Helm's bigger Deep. Bigger than Helm's Deep. That's that's wow. Wow. One month of, like it's crazy when you think about it. I'm like then it just it just hit fucking 2019. We're already about to be in April. No, stop, stop. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I don't want to hear about time progression too fast. Yeah, I, like, I, Infinity War is almost is like almost, it's almost here already. All right, calm down. <laughs> I mean, not Infinity War, Endgame. Yeah, you're right. Oh God. Like what's going on? Time is a river, <laughs> and we're getting older every day. Jordan's turning 97 this month. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I might have Next a white week. Actually, I think. <laughs> I might have a white beard. What's, what's oh, yeah, my birthday is next week. Is it yeah, next week? next week. Wow. I don't remember. Yeah, next, 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 next Wednesday. Happy early birthday to me. <laughs> yeah, Jordan's turning 97. Yep. <laughs> I might have a Gandalf white beard by the time Game of Thrones ends, just from all, like, the shock the, and death. And stress. Yeah, like, oh, God. <laughs> next month is a fucking, it's going to be a packed month. I'm for it. <laughs> I'm with it, though. I'm with it, but I'm not. <laughs> what's what's next like, week for movies? Stressed. I'm gonna be stressed out. Um, Monica. <laughs> that's what you call Captain Marvel that's now. Only, yeah, that's that's the only Captain Marvel that that matters to me. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, so next week's gonna be a big week too. So we gotta talk about Captain Marvel, and hopefully we've actually watched all of Umbrella Academy by then, so we can talk about that ending. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Perhaps. Also, the Promised Neverland, dude, because it finally it's starting. It's finally happening. All the crazy shit we've been anticipating is starting to come true in that in that show. So. Wow, it's like it's starting to amp up right before we get to all the crazy. Speaking shit. of which, why did you get why did you get a fucking press screening for Monica? I don't I don't have that power. I don't. You need to find that power. <laughs> they come to me. I don't go to them. <laughs> you need to start going to them. Well, <laughs> send yeah. an email or whatever. <laughs> like a crackhead. Hey, it's yeah. like one for our reviewers. Send us reviews. Yes, guys. iTunes reviews. Like a review, not a yeah, hey guys, not, not an email. <laughs> <laughs> We want to hear from new people. So if you, I'm talking to you people. If you are listening to this podcast right now and you've never left a review, and if you tell me that you've been listening for months, you have no excuse. Leave a review, even if it's just hello. Or you've been listening since before I was on here. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'd be crazy. <laughs> Say something. Speaking of which, February 20th passed. Two year anniversary. Yay. Happy two year anniversary, Michael. Yay. Kermit the Frog. Yeah. Yay. I've been on here the longest. Do you feel? Yes. Is that? <laughs> that's well, true. Obviously, aside from you. <laughs> so, how do you feel? Do you feel like you've progressed as a reviewer since your time, like episode one that you've been here to now? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have you grown? I was gonna say I. I'm like I haven't listened to my I haven't listened to my first episode in like a while, but I'm pretty sure if I go back and listen to it, I and then listen to now. I'm like, I probably would cringe. I'd be like, you. Yeah. I'm melting. <laughs> hey, man, we've all got to start somewhere. And yeah, man, you've been on this the longest, so. 
This is our podcast now. I'm your, I'm your one that's the one. You're the one that's the one. You want to get something to eat? <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? I could, I could, I could eat. <laughs> Cut to next podcast. So last week was crazy, you guys. You should never believe what happened. <laughs> we'll save that for Patreon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Click bitty title. <laughs> Stay tuned for Jordan and Michael's dinner date. Oh, God. And on that note, we end up ordering the same thing. Did he put out? <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> who was the top? Who was the bottom? Did they flip-flop? Yeah! <laughs> Did Jordan finally... Everybody sucks a little dick? <laughs> rumor has it. <laughs> Don't you start that rumor. <laughs> and on that note, this has been Blue Vision Podcast. I've been Jordan, your host with... Michael. And we will see... Black Gay Comic Geek or... Not. Because you're rebranding? Remember I said if I want to do YouTube, like, maybe I might have to change it for YouTube. So you're going to change your name across the board or just for YouTube? No, it's just, if, if I do have to do it, it'll just be for YouTube. Mm. All right, we'll put a pin in that. We'll if, find out next week. If. It won't be next week. I'm not making money off of YouTube right now, so oh, it's like, who cares uh, about that? Well, never mind. <laughs> and we will see you next week. Bye. Peace. Peace.